不知道，不知道。他家唱的啥？一首武装，那不有几个穿裤裤的？哦 ，Can take photos of you there. Oh, it's actually got a biometrics kind of fingerprint thing, so that might stop you from. Oh, I see it. Operating it. Oh no, I don't see it. Is that the cameras? No, that's the. So it has to be you that logs in on it. Let's see. It's on the camera at the moment. Difficult. It's actually my right. I actually can. I suppose your thumbs have got different prints on them. Oh yeah, this is real. Hold on. Have you seen how they're going to actually do it in China for biometric identification? No. It's the gate of your walk. It's more individual in your fingerprints, and easier. Well, as in your stuff, I walk. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> we're going to have to. We're going to have to go and sign into places with a large metal object. No, um, the way you walk. Yeah, it's more identifiable than your retina, apparently, and I yeah. think maybe from a distance it's easier to identify. You know, so yeah. lo- looking for people with security cameras, yeah, they can identify them from the way they walk as opposed to their face recognition or anything. Yeah, no, there's it's definitely everyone's got a kind of unique walk. It's um, clever, isn't it? Yeah, I remember doing a biometrics thing. When I was a uni, and there was like there was like five main different ways, like you know your iris, your your fingerprint. Yeah, there was this like kind of aura thing around the head or something, a heat signature. There's all really? sorts of crazy. I shit, thought it was yeah. made up by New Age wankers trying to sell you crystals. Probably was, but you know, <laughs> Microsoft took it on anyway. Maybe you should have bought those crystals. They were telling you the truth. I should have.、Oh. Apparently, they would have brought me great fortune and aligned my chakras. Yeah, so I was.、Um, Did I tell you I sort of changed into a woman? Oh no way!、Yeah. I identify as a nuclear submarine now. No, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Right, we were in a that cafe in the south. Have you been to cafe?、Uh, what's it called? Strange Brew. Southside. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's、sure. actually really good. It's nice.、Um, but anyway,、um, there's a male and a female toilets, and as I was going up, but there was somebody in the male toilets. But it was that exact moment、uh, that I just. I just kind of realised that、um, you know I have I've, I've always thought am I a woman in a man's body, <laughs> and then I realised I was a woman, right? In a man's body. In a man's body.、Uh-huh. So I went in to the female toilets, which is your right, which is my right, yeah. yeah, yeah which because and, and someone even said, oh by the way, that's the women's toilets, and I said, listen, I identify. As don't a woman. you be so rude, okay? <laughs> I identify as a woman. And I went in. I, you know, I did a piss、um, with my male cock. Well, it's actually、out. it's an introverted female vagina. Yeah, but it's it's still it's still a male cock, even though I'm a, a woman living. Right, okay, yeah, okay, I, okay. I was forced to take well, a piss with a male cock. Yeah. Doesn't、uh, specify your gender, so fair enough. Yeah, I'm. St- I was still a woman, but at that point, on the way You're back, you were still though, a woman at this point. Yeah, no, I'm still a woman. Yeah,、right. but actually, I was thinking on the way back from the toilet that maybe it's not for me, so I'm I'm back to man just now. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, so well, there、uh, you go. Could you not just be neither and both? Ah,、uh, possibly, but all all I can say is that、um, I know now what it's like to be transgender because I went through it today myself by going to the、know. toilet. And it doesn't matter if you yeah if you if you're going for a couple of minutes if you if you transgender into. The, is that what you call it? Transgender? No, I,、uh, I don't know. What if you change、transgender. into a woman for five minutes or ten years, what's the difference? None. Exactly. Is that right? Be able to. Well, I mean, really, I suppose maybe someday you'll be able to do it with your telephone. You can just wake up in the morning and decide what you're going to be that day. 
Yeah. So that was my type it to Facebook and everybody yeah. knows. So nobody can offend you or trigger you by calling you by the wrong prefix. Well what I would say is if you're if if you if there is the odd occasion where there's somebody in the, the male toilets mm. and you're thinking about becoming a woman, then that's quite a good time. There's nobody and there's nobody in the female toilets. It's quite yeah. a good time to you know, yeah. change. I think there's all the toilets should mind. be unisex now, like they had in the London clubs and things. Yeah. And I heard that, or I've heard mostly... But you have to have them in stalls though, don't you? Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I've heard mo- mostly ladies complaining that men's toilets are stinky and stuff. Mm. It's like, I'm, I assure you, the only reason they're stinky is because they're the domain of men. Yeah, and if men it, are fucking it, disgusting. Not really. <laughs> they are, they're they are disgusting, but what I mean is um, they, would, the they change their behaviour as soon as there's female present. They just do. It's just a yeah, because they want to fuck different. them. Yeah, well, yeah. that's good enough reason to start well, behaving with decent manners, isn't it? I mean, not yeah. to piss on seats and things like that. Everyone's kind of either accidentally or purposely walked walked into the female toilets at some point when you've been drunk or whatever. I did it not it's that such long a ago. Experience, isn't it? Well, I walked in mm. and then I realised before I saw anyone that I was in the wrong place because it mm. was just a different Wait, was vibe. It? Was a, uh... I can't remember. I can't remember if it was a club or a pub. I think it might be in a pub. Possibly yeah. in Perth, of all places. Perth? I, th- I think it was the at my hell were you doing in Perth? I was at my friend's birthday party. Mm. It last year. I think okay. I think that's what it was. Fair anyway. enough, I'll let you off. Thanks. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was a it was actually it was like saying a really faux pas word, like the N word or something like that, and catching yourself and going, Oh, you know that feeling of I'm ter- instead of treading in territory yeah, that I shouldn't yeah. be allowed in. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, 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 no, I'm oh, in the female. Oh, uncomfortable, it, uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's it's like it's that. See, when you go into a female toilet in a club, though, that's even worse than a male toilet to a lot of degrees. I almost feel more. Like, I stinking. Yeah, I walked. Do you know why? It's just like a haggle of females, and they're all fighting for mirror space, and it's no, no, it's not even that. Yeah. It's the smell of farting because they all hold their farts in until they get to the toilet. It's horrible. Oh, that's that's really bad. <laughs> that's it's, it's nasty though, isn't it? <laughs> they hold their they farts. Do, no, they do when they're sitting in company. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They, they do. They hold it and they wiggle off to the toilet, and then oh, 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 guys just oh. shit themselves everywhere. It's <laughs> 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 just shit flying everywhere. It's a bit just far anywhere and then hopefully no one blames them well no they admit to it and throw their shit at each other instead I, i'm a bit of a i admit to my farts i'm, I'm a bit of a proud farter yeah i noticed sometimes yeah it's you the way that, that you strike a pose yeah it's <laughs> one of the giveaways <laughs> i just think if you're gonna do it you know if you're gonna inflict people that like, might as well just be 100 percent honest i don't like the whole you know there's there's blatantly a disgusting fart smell kicking about and you know it wasn't you and you know it was the other person, yet they still... Now, there only is two of you in the room. And, and you're like, that one. part didn't come from elsewhere. You know, it's not, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't migrate over from the other side of town over to you. It's like, it didn't sneak in through a window and go up my nostrils. Uh, you know, that's... Uh, Just own it. Is that not the yeah. thing now? This is the new wave that we're going to have is extreme ownership. Oh, yeah, but that's kind of... That can be a good thing, though. No, no, it is a good thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very yeah. good thing because it's something that... Uh, people are having a trouble with is owning their own problems mm. you know it's always like oh he split up with me or she split up with me so now i'm like no it's like no you're like this because that's how you feel and it's yeah. perfectly normal and it's his fault or it's her fault yeah and it's, it's the government's fault or somebody, somebody else's, else's fault, fault. Yeah, 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 yeah so extreme mm. ownership there's a guy called jocko willinick i think yeah he's Navy an ex-seal guy. seal commander or guy. Yeah. yeah um and i read his book 
extreme ownership. It's mm-hmm. really good. I mean, it's it's telling you what you already know, but it's enforcing it in a sort of a doctrine in almost a sort of way. Yeah, which I is mean, you've got to he's deal quite with hardcore. Your, uh, oh yeah, no, but but that's good that you take the yeah. extreme of it and then just meter it for your own life because nobody's obviously getting dropped in behind enemy lines and uh, my social circle anyway. It's, yeah, so where do we get this thing? Do you, do you always get, you always get this thing that like British special forces are much better than Americans. Like, no. what, where, where does that come from? It's uh, if you go to France, their special forces are the best. No, no, but to. like people are really, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, but people American Brit- special forces, <laughs> they shoot each other, and you're just like, no. Uh, if you want no. to go back in history for people shooting each other, mm-hmm. Britain has got. Well, apart from the Russians who did it intentionally, mm. Britain has got the worst fuck friendly, unfriendly fire of any nation. Oh, really? Yeah, it's fucking dreadful. We've we've lost more wars than any other country as well. We're utterly inept when it comes to that <laughs> sort of shit. Yeah. France has the highest success mm. rate of all militaries in the world, yeah. and they get called surrender monkeys because of one war. Oh, really? Yeah, they've got far better success And you balls deep all that stuff, so yeah. you've researched that. Oh, no, I have. Yeah. Uh, the, the French will tell you they've got the best special forces, and this will tell you they've... What's the French one called? Uh, I don't it, know. Is it, remember that foreign... Is it, it's not the Foreign Legion. Well, the for, Yeah, no, the Foreign Legion is, I suppose, but it's, they're not French, the Foreign Legion. They're a private No, it's, it's just a kind of mishmash of people from, coming in. You're not them. allowed to be French to be in the French Foreign Legion. Really? Yeah, you have to literally. Be ah, a well, I suppose because it's called for French foreign yeah. region. Yeah. Now what? It's like a private military company goes yeah. and does all the dirty work, and it just so takes just loonies. a mishmash of kind of people. See, from see if you're a mass killer, a and mass Jean-Claude murderer. Van Damme was, yeah. in it, yeah. was he? Well, in that no, film. I remember that film? Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the film. Sorry, I was trying to imagine that cokehead <laughs> oh, being in the spec off. <laughs> no, yeah. he's uh, he's uh, the. They're very, very tough people, the French Foreign Legion, because they're all these people that ran away from their own societies to yeah, escape and they've things. Yeah, like, a lot of the time they're running away from like a broken home or a, a family that doesn't exact Or, or they've, they've killed got, somebody. Or you've got nobody. Yeah. You know? It doesn't matter. See, if, if you get... I think you have to go to France and you go up to a police station and you just say La Légion and that, they take you. But that, to that the was the story with Jean Claude Van Damme. He was like, he was. They were. He was, was he not getting hunted down for like a crime he didn't commit or something? Like he was getting the blame for killing somebody. He was probably getting the blame for snorting too much coke and spilling somebody's drink out of it, it was. It was something like that, and then so he joined the French Foreign Legion. What's the film called? Is it Legionnaire or something? It's called. I think. Uh, I don't uh, think I've seen it. It's something that but he ends up deserting and you, you don't desert those fuckers because they come after you. Oh yeah, they'll come after you yeah, murder yeah. you. Because yeah. it's a brotherhood. They, yeah, don't totally. even, they don't spend Christmas with their families, they spend it with their brothers in the Legion. Yeah. It's, really, it's, their new, it's their new family. Yeah, it must have been fucked up oh, though, isn't it? That's like 300 all yeah. over again. I just They're probably all walking around in like Santa pants. <laughs> all rubbing each other with oil. <laughs> going, ah, oh, there. <laughs> Mon Dieu! No, no, no. They could be, could be any language. No, but you have to speak French in the Legion. Oh, do you? Yeah, you're forced to speak French. Mm. I remember there was a, which there is was a much more beautiful language. It was one of those kind of, like, are you tough enough kind of shows on TV. Oh, I hate those things. And they had the French, like, foreign Legion guys just like uh, shouting at them and just more press ups and press ups and shit and. I'm going to piss in your head while you're doing press-ups and shit and maybe fart a bit. But and the producer's going to be in the background going, he's not going to actually do that, is he? Yeah, <laughs> he <might>. Maybe. <laughs> he's a bit unhinged. You just told me to get a real one. You didn't tell me to bet first. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, uh, what podcast is it? This is like... 12 or 13. Yeah, 12 or 13. The last one we did was uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, it was ages ago. Mm. We need to start getting regular again. We yeah. need to get guests. Yeah, we do. I don't know anyone interesting anymore, though. No, 
Uh, we had the Alec on. We should yeah. do a one about computer games. We should yeah. Because everyone likes nice. computer games. Oh, girls don't yeah. like computer games, really, do they? They don't, but... Apart from those ones where you get to dress up dolls and do the dishes and stuff. They love that oh, shit. Yeah. Well, um, the, yeah, we could get Alec. Alec on would. Yeah. Best, ten best computer games of all time. Yeah. Well, you know which one I would root for. Yes. Uh, well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could just be like... Starcraft 2 is the best ever convince me otherwise you know, oh like yeah like guy, the, the Crowder guy yeah. <laughs> he yeah. did another one recently about rape culture did you see that yeah it's like <sighs> that was rough it's to, all, all you're getting is these crazy students who may or may not have been raped I don't know um, but I think well, they she, start screaming and shit she's, like yeah, that yeah that's it I mean it's like a, like, a religious well that sounds terrible but let's discuss a rape culture yeah that's the thing he is going and picking on kids Kids are really fucking stupid. They're the future, though. Like, no, uh, no, and they're very enough. impressionable. Yeah, exactly. They're 19 years old. Yeah, they're, but... And he's going like that. Well, you're the taught. one that's acting rude. And it's mm. like, yeah, well, they're a fucking kid, aren't they? I mean... Yeah. Got to, now, fair enough, it's... I don't know what university that was, actually, that they were at, but... It's America, so it's Have you not noticed? I've watched all of those... What are they called? Change, change My Minds. Mm. And the progressively, the more it goes on, mm. the more the crowd support him. At the universities, I think the truth is starting to seep out into the bullshit. It kind of is, yeah. Like as I in the students so. are should be getting told that like, you're getting taken for a ride mm. by these fucking college lecturers that are failures who are neo Marxists. Did you see the one when he went into the the college to, to confront the lecturer who who'd basically <gasps> oh, been saying that, was, that I was you, I was so I, that was like I was like watching The Office. Oh uh, yeah, know, that kind of so cringe awkward, vision. You're like, oh no. And he's like, I never threatened your son's life. Um, so basically what happened was if no one's seen it it's like Stephen is it Stephen Crowder? Steve Crowder yeah. Steve Crowder who I think used to be like a a regular on like CNN or, or Fox or something CNN like was Fox I Fox think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, one of the, I can't remember which one's left and which one's right um, so um, he was like a like a, a news anchor or something or a regular I think he was a researcher and also a kind of a because he's a comedian yeah. by trade that's what he started off as a comedian oh was he? yeah but I think yeah. he became a kind of satirist He's very political. Well, let's let's say he's uh, he's definitely right wing. Yes. Or, or he leans oh, he's a conservative. Towards, yeah, he's a conservative. He leans very towards the right. In other words, he's conservative. Which um, is one of the things I don't like about it. it. Doesn't matter what the subject is, he takes the right stand. If you know what I mean. So it doesn't yeah. matter if it's like he thinks smoking dope is should be totally illegal. Uh huh. Like why? Yeah. And he lied on Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan ripped him to shreds for it because he yeah, was just yeah, yeah. blatantly lying. It's uh -huh. like you don't come on here and lie to me. Well, what was he lying about? About uh, weed and the effects of weed it had in Colorado. He was saying the crime rate had gone up. Yeah, that's not true. I know. Yeah. Crash rates and vehicle accidents had gone up. None of it was true. It was all made up completely. And Joe Rogan no, just said, oh, tore through him, I think. Yeah. Which I was... I, I should imagine if there's more people smoking dope in a legalised <clears throat> area... Then all you're gonna get is, is that that's kind of skewed. People because, driving really yeah, slowly. Yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> the, you're gonna the same amount of accidents, but there's there's more of them are smoking dope because more people are smoking dope anyway. So those accidents would would have occurred whether you were smoking dope or not. Yeah, that's I suppose the counter argument. To I have to say, while smoking as a kid, I don't. I mean, I don't drive anymore. I still smoke dope sometimes, mm. but um, the it makes if you, you paranoid. Yeah, it makes you drive yeah. really fucking carefully, which in itself can be a bad that, thing because be you're concentrating yeah. too much, so you're yeah. too much on edge. But there's a no point that I ever fucking break the speed limit when I was driving stone. 
Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make it safer. It doesn't make such, it safer, so, but yeah. I'd rather hit somebody at 20 miles an hour than at 40 miles an hour. I, I would still I would still take the stance, actually, if, if I was to choose... Like, Don't take either. <laughs> who's, well, no, if someone's to say, like, who's safer? Someone who's just under the influence of nothing or someone who's been smoking dope, I would, I, I would until someone convinces me otherwise, I would always take the someone who's not under the influence of anything. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah of course. So um, It's a stimulant. I don't know what he said. You, I think I remember there was... He was saying was that argument. the crime rate had gone up and vehicle accidents had gone up, both of which were completely false. The crime rate? How the crime... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. The crime rate wouldn't go up. No. Straight up. Well, well they got rid of all cannabis related crime so instantly the crime rate yeah, has to fall just statistically yeah so he, he came up and made all this stuff up to win his yeah. own argument but you, at the start of it he had actually said i won't debate marijuana and joe rogan's like why not why can't you debate it's a big subject and the reason he doesn't want to debate it is because he knows he's wrong but Aye. his listenership a lot of are like yeah damn weed smoking hippies so well, he has to pander to his viewers and audience yeah that, that that's an issue because like to a degree, I'd say I'm a conservative, but I don't agree with their view, their, their take actually. on. Well, I don't. I don't agree with their take on um, abortion. No, the conservatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you don't have to fall into one bracket or the other. <clears throat> well, that's it. Nowadays, you have to, sadly, or you don't have to. But if that's you've, what if they you've want got you a to. followership, yeah, I can understand like why he's, he's wrong, but I don't understand. I don't understand why he's doing it. If you know what I mean, as in like he's like well, most of them don't smoke dope so I'm going to pander to them um, which the is thing is thing. I think that's changing everybody I've met from Texas mm-hmm. smokes dope or takes magic mushrooms yeah. we've got this real impression that it's a really I don't think that means everyone in Texas no I don't it. but I've yeah. met multiple people across multiple times and they've been in different social circumstances and it's like hmm. do you smoke weed and they're like yeah I like to smoke a joint I've got a field full of sm- yeah but it's kind of because just, the thing it's, about it's just te- a bit legal everywhere though and Oh, it's, it's legal in a lot of states now. Not in Texas. Not no, in I know, but it's a lot of, sta- lot of but states. But the thing is, in Texas, the cops aren't allowed to come onto your land. Mm-hmm. And if they come onto your land and you're smoking dope, there's nothing they can do about it because it's your land and yeah. you have the right to shoot the policeman dead. You know, <laughs> it's a funny. very, very <laughs> weird state. It's still like uh, back to the Wild West, <clears> isn't it? Kind of. But at the same time, it's got the lowest crime rates in all of America. It's because everyone's got... I, I remember uh, sitting... Uh, I could have been making that up. I'm not sure if the crime rates are expected. No, um, no, I, I believe that because I was like, uh, I was actually at a UFC event um, like a couple of years back. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I was sitting and I was start. I struck up a conversation with a guy next to me called Robert. I remember his name quite clearly, and his wife, and they were from Texas, and uh, really nice guy. Super and, polite about. Yeah, and I obviously I had a few drinks and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the only thing I could think of at the time to just because the main thing the difference between kind of Britain and uh, you know America is the first thing that springs to mind is the, is the gun laws. You know their view to guns. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, yeah. So Robert, do you own a gun? He's like, yeah, yeah, I own a gun. I'm from Texas. Everyone owns a gun. I'm like, all oh, right, okay. How many guns do you own? And um, he's like, ah, and he's counting on his finger. You know, his, his hand. Sorry, it's on his fingers. He's like, one, two, three. And he's like, ah, da, 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 da. about 47? No, 48. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, 48 guns that you own? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my wife's got like seven of them. How but, many bullets do you have? <laughs> and I'm like, how did you end up with... I was like, well, first of all, like, how much money have you spent? And he's like, oh, like, I've got my own safe. He's like, like a, safe, a gun room. 
that it's like got like you know a metal controlled uh, oh, yeah, door like a walk in code. like yeah, one it's of like those... our own gun room what's that called room. when you have a dressing room that you can walk into like a, a walk-in, walk-in, walk-in wardrobe yeah, yeah like that but for guns he, he calls it like a gun store or something yeah. like that I can't, I can't remember a magazine um, but he's like yeah it's got codes to go in you have to have all secured and everything but um, I think they're pretty tight on the gun laws there oh, yeah, they? yeah. I think they're quite self-enforced very tight mm. on their gun use down in Texas but he was like well you know some of them were gifts you know hand downs from friends a lot yeah. of them I bought you know um, you know we give each other like guns for gifts in Texas I'm like holy shit I was like what so I mean I take it no one breaks into your house and he's like nobody breaks into anybody's house and t- if you hmm. he's like I don't know anyone has been burgled and he's like no they leave their doors open yeah he's like happens. where we live everyone's got guns and there is zero crime and he's like you just you'd have to be fucking nuts if you broke into someone's house in Texas you're yeah. just like wanting to get shot you imagine the first guy decides to go down the town square or down <laughs> the town street like pop, taking pops at people with a rifle and you're just yeah. like you wouldn't last very long and it's, it's the old uh, peace through superior firepower isn't yeah. it really? well it's just mutual respect I tell you what mm. South Park did that recently they did an air uh, I'm not sure if it was recently maybe in the last <clears> couple of years and at one point everybody in the town gets a gun uh-huh. and they've all been arguing with each other for ages but then they all pull guns out and start pointing at each other and then they're like, okay, everyone calm down. Yeah. Now, what what have you got to say? And they actually start listening to each other because they're pointing at Well, the stakes have just gone up. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. yeah. So it pays to listen is what they were trying to say. Mm. Which I thought was quite a... I didn't expect a cartoon like South Park to do that. I thought they would have just skirted around that issue and said... And kept with the guns thought, are bad sort of issue. But yeah, well, generally speaking, in anything in Hollywood or anything to do with the entertainment industry is, is left-leaning and anti-gun. Mm. Well, South Park's the complete opposite. They're not really anti-anything. They're just anti-stupidity, I think. Mm. Yeah. That, that, the fact that those guys have kept that going for 21 series. That's still going. And it's still good. Jesus. It I, dipped, I haven't seen it in years. <clears throat> it dipped quite badly. Yeah. But there's the one about the Trump election campaign and stuff. Oh, I've got to see it that. It goes over 11 episodes, one storyline. <laughs> That's it's, brilliant. And it's got these things called memories in it. Yeah. And it's just, it's all to do with, remember Star Wars? Oh man, remember Chewbacca? And mm. everybody's taking these memories and that's where this whole Make America Great Again is though. Oh, okay. In the 80s and the 70s it yeah. was great where it wasn't. We just had It's just nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, things were better back then. Yeah, because you were fucking seven. Of course yeah. it was better. You had no responsibility. I don't, I don't, I don't think that Make America Great Again is... It's nothing to do with the economy. It's nothing to do with... Um, I don't think it's to do really with manufacturing. People go, oh, when was it great in the 50s? And what? No, I think what, what he's getting at is, is getting it, bringing it up. Because one thing about the Americans in the 80s where, where they were all very proud to be Americans, you know, yeah. it was all like America against the world. Yeah. And I think that's what they're trying... That, that's really the crux of it, which kind of makes sense. You I know? think it's so like, as well. You know, I mean... <clears throat> No, there's a, uh, <clears throat> the fact that you can wear that hat though and get attacked in yeah, the street it's sad. It's did really you see sad. the uh, these guys the Proud Boys is that Gavin McInnes's lot yeah I don't think he, I don't know if no, he was there yeah he started them <laughs> yeah but I don't, th- I don't know if he was there but they were all like there was something on YouTube where they were leaving it and some Antifa guy was trying wearing to a mask throw, throw urine or something I, I don't yes. know like I'm going to miss quote here but anyway they, they grabbed him beat the shit out of him <laughs> the fact is that's quite embarrassing the Proud Boys should have been able to take 10 of them on because the Antifa supporters are just a bunch of little fucking oh no they beat the shit out of the guy out of the, the Antifa guy 
Oh, did they? Right, yeah, they sorry. grabbed him. They, 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 like sort of tackled him down. I think. They, they, yeah, they, they beat see, him up a little see bit. See anybody that goes to tell you how to live your life and they're wearing a fucking mask while doing it. Mm. Don't take them seriously. Well, take them seriously if they've got mace in their hands because they tend to mace people. Oh no, no, for sure. But I mean, and don't apparently take... they were throwing uh, uh, bottles of urine and stuff like that. Oh yeah, no, it's fucking s- horrible. The thing is. The reason, you know, I think mostly the reason they wear masks, apart from the fact that they're breaking the law, don't quite want their often, parents to see them. They don't want their parents to yeah. see them because then maybe the credit card will get cut off. Oh, do you think they're all kind of? Yeah, they probably. Yeah, they're probably all well, middle class way, white Americans that's that exactly are angry they're, about something. Well, they feel guilty as well. They think that they've been told that they're bad, that you're bad to be a, a white yeah. male now so because you're privileged. This is white, yeah, white privilege shit. Yeah. It's so sad. It's like imagine telling anybody that because of something that's not their choice mm-hmm. like literally not their choice for who they are i mean they don't choose where they're born yeah it's kind of like reverse racism it's like guilt guiltism yeah, or yeah. Something. It's, it's like like you should be guilty yeah. it's like come on we're not dark ages catholic oh. fucking religion anymore we're beyond that surely but what i see this is a lot more um black conservatives coming out and it's probably because it gets mm. such a good following on youtube as well it's such a refreshing thing it's to partially see. that but i think also the black unemployment rate in America is at the lowest it's been in 60 years. Yeah, there's... There I don't know how be... they've been skewing those figures because I don't believe it can happen that quickly, if you know what I mean. But mm. on paper, apparently, the it's the lowest unemployment in America for years. Yeah, I think uh, I think Trump's gaining a lot more support from black Americans. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because because basically from what I've, from what I've seen... There's the whole border control thing with illegals or Hispanics uh, coming coming over, if you want to call them illegal aliens or whatever, um, is the first people that affects in all those towns is the kind of black working class. Yeah. Um, the only people that illegal immigration benefits is the rich people because they can use yeah, them as slave labor. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's not like the working what, class are going to use them. This is what the left as... don't seem to get. <clears throat> they, they target like Trump for like oh he does a tax cuts and they're like you know but it just benefited the rich and he's like Trump's completely most of his policies are against the big business owners like yeah, no, he's not against, against them he's against he's a he's against yeah exactly he's against using you know a global market to for your own for your own benefit he thinks mm-hmm. that you should use American workers American products and all the rest of it, which makes sense um, but if you own Amazon or you own whatever one of these big companies, it's not really gonna it's not really gonna fit with your no. model. No, having to pay people proper wages. No, yeah. that suck. And plus, as well, like from what I've heard, um, Uncle over there as well, he like so many of the garden. I mean, they actually bring across like Mexican workers and droves. Yeah, and they work for a day. Like doing gardening and all that kind of shit. They get paid, paid peanuts and then they get shipped back over. Mm-hmm. It's like just literally, and it's straight just like, past oh, security and stuff. Yeah, it's just like no, that's it, the stuff that's got to stop. Yeah, but it's little, but no, but it suits these uh, these people because they're like just sitting in their houses and they get their garden done for peanuts. It's not even. I mean, they get their garden done for, but they've mm. got money, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, the people that are really benefiting are the people that are bringing them across the border mm. and charging twice the amount that they're paying the people. Yeah, and then not giving them any, not giving them anything apart from then a bus ride back to their shithole sorry people I mean, Mexico is not a particularly nice country regardless of what the tourist manual say yeah that was in a, that was in it this year uh, Cancun's yeah that does not that it's being a nice in a country yeah, massive exactly. community it, doesn't care that, that's the thing there's a reason why they're wanting to get across to America oof what happened here I don't know you're giving blood 
No, no, I think so he's it's got just, like bruise. He's been either injecting not, heroin not, or self It looks like that. I was wondering because somebody was looking at it when I was meeting Alec today, mm. and they were. I think somebody was looking at my arm, going, "Oh shit, is he a junkie?" It's not. I've got it in that arm as well. Yeah, it's you've been shooting up. It's not shooting up. <laughs> You'd shoot up in here anyway. Yeah. It's just eczema coming back. Sorry, people can't see this. It's stupid. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's um, <clears throat> all, all that stuff. Just benefits rich people. Mm. There's no way that it benefits. And but but here's here's the thing as well. Like, do I? Care? I, I don't understand what this this focus is on rich people. Like, they're literally they make up like zero point one percent of the population, and it's because because they're rich and they're living the life. Like, it's a it's a very convenient you know a group of people to blame. It's like ah, you're rich, so therefore it's your fucking fault. You know, it's it's your fault that everyone's in. Actually, if you look at it, that. most of them are, have got businesses that are they're employing people. Yeah. You know, so you need those people for the economy. That's just the bottom line. I, d- I don't think it's actually. Uh, I don't think it's your average person points at rich people and goes, "It's their fault." I no, think, it's the politicians yeah, though exactly. that they rile them up about it. It's an exactly. it's an it's a convenient media, thing. It's the, the it's the whole one percent of the one percent of the one percent, and it's like that's a really easy uh line to go down if you're a liberal socialist or whatever because it's 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 complete it's it's easy to argue for it mm-hmm. if you know what i mean yeah well, and it's quite difficult to argue against it because you need to explain how the economy works and how a free market economy uh you know is is what is is, is the only way of basing a country's yes. economy on i think i think the big problem is that there's we've lived in relative wealth in the west for what since the Second World War, pretty much. Yeah. Nothing really particularly bad has happened. We had the Balkan Wars in the 90s and stuff, but they weren't so, so bad. Oh, I said, you, you, you'll, get, you'll get people, all sorts of triggered people out there going, I remember. Uh, my uncle was fucking raped. Or, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, good for them. Um, there hasn't been the mass slaughter <laughs> of tens either. of millions of people within the space of a few years. Uh, actually, no, I'm saying China and Russia. It's fucking, anyway, yeah, sorry. I know what you mean. Right? The West it's, 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 it's has all been living relative. in very, very... Yeah. So the children of the children of the children mm-hmm. are now like third generation and then mm. amongst the big, big rich families, they're literally, they're inbred and they're pointless human beings and the money's going to go to them anyway mm-hmm. and they don't know and so it's just this weird... I heard they were trying to... Ch- I heard the news and I heard the, the elites, if that's the correct word for the country, trying to wangle things and what they were saying is rich people, if they are to... Like, you can only inherit a family fortune or mm-hmm. a lineage of uh, lordship. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Basically, monarchy. You can only inherit that on the male side. And they were saying, isn't that so sexist? Isn't that so thingy? Wait, where's this? In England. Inheritance tax? Uh, no. no, no, no. This is to do with, like, uh, I think land ownership and heritage and stuff. It's, it's like the super rich, like the family super rich. Not None of the super rich pay inheritance tax. They all no. put it through planning and... But, oh no, maybe it was the title, the lordship title that allows them... Uh, it sounds like it's some real kind of affecting like 0.0000. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly it. And so they were saying, this only goes down through the male side of the family, not the female. This is ridiculous. Because it's a fucking ridiculously old law. And it's sexist because of this. And it's like, that's a good point. You should get rid of it for the males as well. Mm-hmm. No, no, you should be, the girls should be, ah, so what you mean is you want to be able to hand it down through your daughters. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like, quite simply, shut up, you know, yeah. I'm not interested in your trying to create a sexist argument just so you can get your daughters to Yeah, just be honest about it, just go like, well, I, we, we want my daughter, I want my daughter yeah. to like inherit this. And you're like, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> Why would your daughter oh, need three and a half billion dollars? Yeah. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah. It's quite weird though. So anyway, you were in Vegas recently. Yes. Tell uh, us about the Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. Tell us what it was like. Yeah. So we went out uh, to see the Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov fight in Vegas. I have to UFC say, UFC two two nine. I didn't you know. think it was until next month or something. I didn't realize that's what you were out seeing. I thought it was something else. No, no, no. It's been and gone. Um, Who won? Okay, so Khabib won. Okay. Uh, one in the fourth round by um, rear naked choke uh, and general mauling. <laughs> is, he, is he just better? Or is he... He's just uh, m- uh, my. I mean, I'm I'm a big Connor fan. Yep. As you probably know. You can see his picture. Yeah. Wall. Yeah, that's my little UFC shrine up there. For I saw that. Apart yeah. from the rifle sighting target in the middle. Of the yeah, room. that's kind of yeah. So I've got a little shrine up there of the first UFC I went out to go and see in Vegas, then the second one, and I actually obviously just because uh, oh, we didn't get the because it's got like the the sort of tickets that you hang around your neck and they look quite nice. Lanyards. We didn't yeah the lanyards and we didn't get them this time, so I had nothing to kind oh. of put up as a memory. You didn't even get a, just a normal ticket. Uh, yeah, I did, but it, I thought it looked a bit uninspiring for that frame. You could have maybe mm-hmm. laminated. Plus, he lost. So. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh, right. So you wanted him to win. Yeah, I wanted him to win. But, I mean, actually, do you know what? I just wanted to see a good MMA fight. I suspected Khabib would win because, generally speaking, when you put uh, Connors, a, a very talented striker. Yeah, he punches people. And when you put that up against uh, a good wrestler, uh, nine times out of ten, like at a really high-level wrestler like Khabib is, yeah. Um, to give you a little background to Khabib, um, he's from Dagestan in Russia. Which he must be hard as fuck. Yeah, he's like been rest like there's literally clips from wrestling a bear as a child. Yeah, I heard that was yeah. a big thing in some parts of Russia. Yeah. How do you survive that? Because there's the, no the way bears you can declawed and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it must be a know? pet bear because there's no a bear would just eat you. There's, you can't well, stop it. The train it's basically there's not I think in the the village that he's from. Um, you're either it's quite a, a heavy Muslim I think it's a total Muslim village so you're either going into wrestling and sports uh-huh. or you're digging coal or you're a terrorist basically alright so um, I don't know if there's any other choices but like that's the Probably general cons- digging minerals or something might be one that's the general consensus that I was getting <clears throat> from it but okay. um he, you can tell he's 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 very re- religious for a start because anyone with the sort of beard, with the shaved kind of you know bit where the mustache is and the the beard there, you can tell he's a devout Muslim. He says he prays five times a day and all the rest of it. But that's not his shtick. He's not a a guy that goes about talking about religion. Yeah, uh, that's just he's not a guy. He's not a, he's not like a, a particularly marketable character like Conor McGregor is if you know what I mean he he's just, not, he's he's just not a fighter he doesn't give sound bites yeah he's just a, he, he's uh, um, he's just like a, a fight a fighter's fighter if you know what I mean in other yeah. words he's just tough as nails and he just fucking fights he was, he's unbe- still unbeaten um, he uh, he's just mauled pretty much everyone he's got into the octagon with um, but uh, what I would say was when Conor McGregor came in, um, I've seen him a few times live, and he comes in, he does that kind of, you know... Yeah, no- that noodle, funny walk thing. Yeah, the kind of noodle arm thing, or whatever you call it. Um, it does, does look quite unsettling, I have to say. Well, it's, I think it's it's a, it's kind of like... It's like a, an alpha display, if you like. It's so, so how relaxed he is, and how is he it, is. It's like a, over, an over, over-exaggerated strut. 
Yeah, I tell you who would be really good uh, is someone like Jordan Peterson to analyse his videos and the way because Conor McGregor's hundred percent like the the best guy I've ever seen in sports. Um, use psychology and body language and things like that trying to psych out his I opponents. I think Jordan Peterson's talked about him actually. I can't oh, remember. Has he? Yeah, but I can't. I don't know if it was related to exactly what he yeah. was doing or relation to other things. Might just be in relation to the hero character that he's become yeah. to millions of people and stuff. Like. Well, like uh, like Conor McGregor. I mean, I I went out, the first one I went in to see was him versus Jose Aldo, who was basically a, a guy who'd been champion for ten years and who'd beaten everyone up and all the rest of it. And he spent a whole year taunting him and getting in his face and uh, really kind of uh, psyching him out, if you know what I mean. Mm. And talking talking about him, talking about Brazil, you know, smacked shit talking, everything to do with him. Yeah. Um, to a point where he, he noticed like when he he was in the stairs with him whenever he got close to him, um, and even said this before the fight, he says uh, he says I can see him clenching his his right fist, so I think he's going to come in um, with a heavy combination. He's going to try and he, he was he looked really tight. He knows he was getting to him, so he he practiced and like on the lead up to the fight, and then even before he went out in the, the in the the change rooms and the fight, this this combination. Um, where when he, when he did go in with the right, he would pull back and catch him with the left, like literally just like a dance, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like Paxton yeah. was course back and forward, back and forward, back and forward, <clears throat> and he knew it would come at some point in the fight, and uh, it came in the first thirteen seconds. And he knocked him out in the first thirteen seconds. Gosh, uh, first punch he threw, boom, like that, and that, and that was like that was that was what that was his sort of pinnacle moment, if you know what I mean. Like he knocked out this guy in thirteen seconds. It had been so dominant for it was Brazil's. You know, what Uber champion, Jose Aldo. I don't know. I've not heard his name. Um, and he knocked him out, and uh, well, he, he sort of hit him, I think, in nine seconds, and then followed it up with a few extra, extra bonus shots on the canvas. <laughs> but the reason why he got that is Jose Aldo is, is an excellent world class fighter. But the reason why he got that was all that lead up. Do you know what I mean? All mm. that psychological games, all the rest of it. Blah, blah, blah. So he does this with everyone, and he's the best at it. Like I've never seen it. I mean. People talk about Muhammad Ali and all the rest of it. But Connor, he, Connor is on another level. On the lead up to this one, though, he was a little bit unhinged. So in press conferences, things like he had his whiskey out, he seemed drunk, he was a bit kind of... Uh, the thing is, know. he's, I think, yeah, hero ship can go to your head. Yeah, you know well... I mean? If everybody's telling you how amazing you are all the time, and not just like other yeah. fighters, but all these women are throwing themselves at you and the press are just saying everything you want to hear so mm. you say what they want you to say it's hard not well, to well it's like I think it was Evander Holyfield or, or someone that said it's really difficult to get up and go running at four in the morning when you're sleeping in silk sheets because yeah. he's, he's worth 150 million or whatever he's, oh, he's he? got whiskey he's got suits on the go he's got all this other kind of crap yeah and he's just um, a wee guy from the Belfast exactly yeah well, and I just I feel that when when he walked in he did that strut he looked a bit flat you know normally he comes in he's confident and he, but he's bounding about and things like that and this one he was just a bit flat and he just looked a bit maybe he like he knew he was going to lose like his energy was low yeah. if you know what I mean no I think I think he came in he came in to win for sure he definitely won the third round I walked I, when I watched the fight live I felt oh man this is a bit of a domination but then when I got back and watched it again. Because you know I was drunk and all the rest of it. Were you shouting and screaming? And oh, stuff? Fuck you're yeah, baying yeah. for blood. You know, everyone's like, you know, so like having two and mandingos and fighting. Yeah. Well, it's twenty thousand people in is this it? arena. Yeah, it is 
it's a, it's like having it's like being in a how, how much in, does the hydro hold over there like 10 or eleven thousand. Oh, is it? Thing. yeah oh, it, geez, it makes that massive. little like peanut it's, it's fucking massive t-mobile arena is huge wow i don't think you could get a bigger indoor arena because it would just get ridiculous yeah you know, we yeah. get to a point where you just can't see, can't see the anything distance, yeah you know we were in the first tier up and uh you know it's, it's you get a reasonably good view, but they're still pretty far away. Yeah. You know? But they're clear as big screens and things. <clears> yeah, we had this uh, Russian dude behind us. Uh, because, like, because the, the over... I mean, there was there was a, there was a lot of um, Khabib supporters there. I'd say it was probably about 60 or 70% Connor supporters, but then you've got well, 30%. Well, he's the big... He's the, I, like, I'd never heard of the other guy, but I know... Yeah, but he's Russian. Yeah. yeah so she, we had this Russian dude behind us, like, when they won. He was just like, fuck it, yeah, man, fuck it, yeah. He's standing on his own, and all these Irish guys are turning around. I'm like, oh. So bef- before the fight, I'd kind of... I'd get... Because all the lead up to it, it was getting quite dark, all the kind of shit talking and things like that. So... It was getting dark. Um, yeah, it was really dark. He started like Connor started going on about terrorism and you accepted money from me. He really did what? Win. Yeah, like so That's a bit I'd say he always seemed to be I'm just better than you. Nicholas. No, no, he seemed went, to be he, politicizing his spiel. Yeah, he really got into it with it. Oh, so he was like first of all he brought his whiskey and he's like, you know, he's like, Jenny or do you want a drink sort of thing? And he's obviously a devout Muslim. So yeah. he's like, I don't drink and he's like, Yeah, you don't but I bet you're fun at parties, you're backwards cunt and all this and then he's like uh, and then he's like don't you fucking speak to me about uh, such and such your manager accepted uh, it was it's this story about his manager basically was a snitch Uh, he got his gym in America because he snitched on some some terrorist organization or or something like that with the FBI and and it seems to be some legs in it, basically. It's all uh, kind of yeah, over the I'm sure internet. that's not how he got his gym, but... Uh, well, that's how he maybe got his green card and he got his gym and uh, things like that. But anyway, it was like a... It seemed to really fucking get under his skin, basically. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, there was a lot of kind of bad... Uh, I mean, it got pretty dark, you know that's what I mean? That's a shame. Because I, I quite like Conor McGregor's kind of silly taking the piss out of people that sounds like he was just like literally insulting somebody's culture and oh yeah yeah he went deep in it. yeah yeah he went deep into his really i mean this did the he guy. do that or do you think he was told to do that no he did no connor's that's that's him he researches he does everything oh, well, fuck even, he, even since the even since the start of the ufc he was like when they were just kind of like he was like a little rising star and he'd won a, a couple he was just entering into the ufc um they were kind of there was a guy like interviewing him and in uh, Dublin, and they were driving about, and he's like, uh, he's like, look, listen, I, I research everything. I know you can ask me, ask me anyone's name in my division. I'll tell you their reach. You know how how reach like yeah. that. I mean that's, and he goes, and he's like, what well, really? You know everyone, and he says, I know everyone's reach. He's basically one of these guys with sort of ADHD that's found this focus, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, he, he struck me as being like completely that, obsessed with it. So he would have done these. He would have dug up the dirt on that anything he could do um and a lot of people obviously researched it and looked into it oh, and that kind of you know it's, it's quite dividing doing something like that yeah i don't because like i like him but if i'd heard mm. him doing that it'd be like why the fuck are you attacking a guy on a, on not his ability to mm. fight but literally something that he has no control over that's not part of his yeah because he's just a fighter and he wants to get he doesn't want to be involved with any of that bullshit exactly. but then otherwise if he was mm. a devout like super devout Muslim he wouldn't be fucking fighting there because they'd be mm. like no it's haram you're not allowed to do that sort of shit yeah so clearly the guy just wants to do his fighting because that's what he's good at yeah and <laughs> it's his manager and this other guy that they gave him money and all this like he's like a, a Russian billionaire but you know there seems to be ties with 
whatever, some kind of terrorist. Is, is McGregor not from the Belfast schemes? Yeah, I'm but sure got, he's mixed <clears throat> in with some paramilitary group somewhere. Yeah, so his got, family will be. So we got into a little bit with Khabib turning around to him, like in the in the you know the pre the, the pre fight conference going like that. Oh really? And because like he's like McGregor's going heavy in with him, but you can tell Khabib like Khabib's dad is his trainer. And he was just constantly telling him, don't fucking say anything. Don't, you know, don't rise these bait, blah, 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 all the rest of it. But he at one point got a bit annoyed and he's like, okay, so tell me why you speak English then. Why why do Irish uh, speak English and all this kind of stuff? And it got a little bit kind of, yeah. you know, uh, and then all of a sudden I was like, this is taking a dark turn, all this, because it was turning it's into turning Ireland into versus... Yeah, racism, Yeah, kind of like, yeah. Yeah, like the Muslims, basically. Right, you so know, the, the evil Russians or whatever, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, so we're going out to this fight with a client, and we're also uh, we hired kilts as well, which by the way was a great idea. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it was. It was cool. Oh, it was it was all really the ladies cool. pouring all over you. Yeah, well, it was right, that well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I just yeah. I can't imagine it being comfortable though. No, no, kilts are comfortable. You think so? Uh, yeah, but it's they like chaff the end off my cock badly, man. I fucking don't like the things. You you can always wear. You can wear. Uh, it's not a crime to wear. I uh, never did though, uh, and it was just like hard wool grazing the end of your. your nah, they are quite. Your, they, they can be comfortable. Johnson. Your Johnson. Um, but uh, so we, we so, so I'm like wait a minute there's probably going to be a lot of fights at this thing you know so I'm like mm. what you mean as in people in the audience fight yeah really yeah so um, <laughs> so I'm like I'm saying to the guys like I don't know do you want to wear kilts that we're hi-, you know because we're hiring from a, from a client who's from Manchester and uh, Mark was hiring one and then Dave's guys and I've got my kilt and it's like um, you know are we going to get beer chucked over us are we going to you know what's going to happen sort of thing so we, we did I thought nah we'll be okay so we we took the the kills out. Unfortunately, we didn't get involved with anything, but yeah. there was fights everywhere. Like afterwards, it really, really? Did, yeah, it turned pretty nasty. Was the the police in that stadium were was unbelievable. Actually, I don't know how much they paid the like um, <coughs> Las Vegas Police Department, but there was literally the whole department. <laughs> it was just there was just literally be. thousands of them. So you've got all these. Um, from what I saw, the, all the clips on YouTube and all the clips that are circulating about. You've got all these drunken Irish, you yeah. and bear in mind a lot of the Khabib fans are a probably not drinking because they're, they're some of them will be Muslim, you know. Some of the some some of them some of them will be some of them. I right? think most of them are just Russian drunken assholes. As well. Yeah, but they weren't they weren't as drunk if you know what I mean. And a lot of them are fight. You see, when you go and see a UFC, a lot of the people that turn up to them are fighters. You know what I mean? They're they're either oh, yeah. they're either casual fighters or they're right into it. If yeah. you know what I mean. Well, either way, but they train themselves. They've got testosterone running through them. Exactly. So there was all these clips of like drunken Irish guys, you know, riling them up, and then they're just getting sparked, knocked out, KO'd, like uh, you know, unconscious on the floor, sort of thing. And it's that like, Jesus, horrible. Yeah. Um. It was like it was it was it was quite. Fortunately, we didn't we didn't get involved in it. But did, I don't know if you saw. Did you see after what happened in the fight? I didn't even know the fight was on. I thought it was next week. Right, so basically what happened was Khabib, like, when he was in the fourth round, when he got the rear naked choke on him, McGregor taps out, he holds on to the choke. Sorry, just, yeah, he had a what? Rear naked choke. I have no idea what that So basically, like, I take it he's got his arm around his neck and he's trying yeah, to he's, he's pass out. Yeah, he's behind him and he's choking. There's nothing you can do apart from tap out, uh, otherwise you're going to... Well, he actually had a bit more of a neck crank on. Um, but anyway, McGregor tapped out and he, he was still holding it a bit and the ref kind of, you obviously just pushed him off it. But... Khabib just went berserk, uh, like and it's totally un uncharacteristic of. I've never seen him do anything. He's always respectful. He always like you know gets down and kind of you know bows and helps his opponent up and things like that. And he spat on him, what? right? And then 
<laughs> then it just got fucking wild. He jumped the cage and, and, and jumped, like literally leapt through the air. Uh, this guy called da- Dylan Danis, which is uh, uh, Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach, who was, okay. who was shouting at him, right? So he jumped into, bear in mind, this is beside like, you know, movie stars and things. Yeah, I think yeah. Matt Damon was Oh, he's in the actual and, crowd. Yeah, he jumps out after the fight. He, he literally leaps is straight across. Is he being banned from professional fighting though? Uh, he should it's, be. It's still, it's, well. I expect, well, get, the thing is. Keep, a minute, right? So yeah, basically what happened was, he, he jumped, he jumped at Dylan Danis. Dylan Danis clawed and all fucking hell broke loose, right? In the meantime, these two, his two training partners jump into the cage and uh, start attacking Conor McGregor after the fight's over, right? Now, I thought they just, like, the guy came up and, like, he was hitting him behind. Like, they, these are professional fighters, right? And they're trying to hit Conor. Actually, uh, Conor got the first hit in, turns out, and uh, he gave the guy a, a, a black eye sort of thing. So, I, sorry, this is the guys that have jumped into the yeah, ring? Yeah, this is, this is Khabib's uh, training. But all hell was breaking loose. This. Can we watch this in video? For, yeah. Not, not at the moment, because nobody else can see what we're talking about, but afterwards. Yeah, we? yeah, yeah, we'll watch it. Because um, I can't make sense of it. You'll see, like, um, so basically... They started attacking and throwing uh, punches. All hell breaks loose. The police are going everywhere. Um, normally, at the end of the fight, it's like, oh, well done. You put the strap around them and all this because they've won mm. the championship. And then you speak to them. None of that was done because this whole stadium was going to go berserk. So he had to get, like, so all the police uh, escorted um, Khabib and his, his guys out into the bit. And they're all, the Irish are throwing, starting to throw, you know, their plastic... Uh, Beer cups and things like that. You know, I and was, you were oh, plastic Jesuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They weren't happy beer. Uh, no, it was all it was all like beer and all booing and all this kind of stuff. And then <clears throat> McGregor was taken out the other way, and it was a bit of a kind of you know sobering end. Yeah, to, it sounds quite nasty. because it was the end of the night, and we were just like, mm, let's get out of here. Is, is that not what the UFC or the MMA have based themselves on, though? Is like great sportsmanship, and now this yeah, well, night. it's martial arts, so it's it's you're supposed to be respectful. It's like yeah. the the shit talking isn't really a part of martial arts. I don't, at all. I don't like how that's taken from the American wrestling. It's prize it's, fighting. It's prize fighting because oh, is it? Yeah, because it doesn't matter what you're fighting for. If there's a load of money involved, yeah, you're got it. You got to generate money through uh pay-per-view yeah right and the way to do that like her like her lump it uh, is the way that connor does it because there's nobody else that generates pay-per-view figures like that no nobody does it and it's all down to his character his shit talking yeah. if he was this humble guy like yeah he would get support the the, the guy to look at for something like that is george st pierre like he was a Canadian guy, really respectful, but one of the best to ever do it. Um, never shit talked anyone, if you know what I mean. But a really kind of respectful guy, yeah, like sportsman. The, the ultimate mixed <clears throat> representation of mixed martial arts. Okay. Um, he did really good figures, but nobody. It all pales in comparison to this kind of star draw that uh, Connor's got, and it's all yeah, because of this shit. I know who Connor McGregor is. I yeah. don't know who a single other MMA fighter apart from Joe Rogan years and years. Well, George St. Pierre's like quite a big. Uh, I've heard star the name, in, but I, I couldn't tell Canada. you. Who yeah. He was or what he'd done yeah um, okay yeah so so, so i know who Cro- Conor yeah, he's McGregor a superstar is. yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor's like you know i think he's like the third or second richest sports person in the world basically yeah oh, he's like gosh. you know and and he's he's only been doing he's like he's only been really in the ufc for like four or five years well, it's quite a short career surely yeah. that, isn't it you can only take so much brain damage before you have to give up i guess but yeah he's doing it right though um i think um i thought is that not him retired now though 
No, no, he wants a rematch with Khabib. Uh, Khabib. Um, but I think what would have been better for him is he should have had a, what's called a tune-up fight, if you know what I mean. In other words, if you've had a two-year layoff from MMA, which he's yeah. quite had, he had a yeah. little stint boxing, but that's not MMA. Um, but he, what he should have done was taken a kind of top 10 guy and come back and fought him. Mm. But it's not his style. He's just like, fuck no, it, give me the, the best. The give me the best guy and I'll fight. He doesn't give a fuck, basically. Yeah. That, that's his whole thing. It's like, I'll fight anyone and anytime, any place, anywhere, basically. And uh, that's and that's why people love him, basically. Yeah. So, he, he, you know, most of the time he wins. Sometimes he loses. This time he lost. Um, I, I, for some reason, thought this was his last fight or something. I don't know. Or is that what it Probably was? should be, but he's, no, he's, he's, got a, he's got a few more lined up. So this kind of cues up, like you were asking earlier if Khabib's been banned. So there was a lot of kind of, because he's got a visa and all this kind of stuff. The bottom line is he jumped out of the cage and attacked another fighter. Yeah, who but was, see, who was in state. But you, I mean, you, really you go, what happened. You go to jail for that if you're a normal person. It's it's a it's a it's a it is fighting at the end of the day, yeah. And you've got a fighter attacking another fighter. Well, no, he's you not. Know. It's a fighter attacking an audience member. It's it like. is, but it's like really at the end of it, what harm? Okay, some people got like punched in the face. I think Matt Damon maybe got punched or something. I heard, but I don't know. Anyway. I'm surprised he was give a shit about that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, no, everyone was there. Like as really? like Mel Gibson, uh, Matt Damon, uh, you it's know, just... Mike Tyson. Uh, fucking everyone was all the stars. It was just a total. Star lineup down there. Yeah, it's, it's mega. I know it, I know um, it, I understand how big it is. Was Joe Rogan doing the commentary? Yeah. He was a bit shocked, I think, by what was going I think he was like, because well, I came back and watched it, and like when Khabib jumped out the cage, he was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, because it's like, oh shit, oh shit, like, fuck, this isn't good for the sport. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm reflecting on it thinking it's just more PR. People it love all kind, that shit. They kind of is, but at the same time, it's sort of that. That was that's obviously a very extreme event. Most MMA or UFC yeah. events just pass by, and everyone's yeah. respectful and they yep. shake hands and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But the more that they build these things up, and if you get McGregor doing stupid things like taking on the guy from a personal nature, not as mm. a fighter, but as a person, yeah, that is, and you're a fucking terrorist, or you're, it's just like, what? I'm from Russia, you dick. My family being killed by terrorists, bro. You know what I mean? He it's, took it very personally. Well, um, yeah, exactly. And so that's yeah. and if the media are allowing this to create, then what happens the next time when there's an actual riot or somebody straps a bomb to themselves? I that, think you know, yeah, it's, you don't know what the fuck is. But that, but that's what makes it so fascinating. I mean, seeing the second round, he was when he was on top of McGregor and he was smacked because the second round was where McGregor started losing the fight. Right. Uh, basically, because he was it was pretty sinister. He was on top of him, right, punching him. He's going, let's talk, like because that was the whole thing, like with the this. What? Uh, I don't know if you know the lead up to it, but yeah. uh, so Khabib was on a bus basically. Uh, this is like five months ago, and you know the thing with McGregor, he got arrested in New York and everything. Do you know anything about that now? No. Right. So Khabib's on a bus with these other fighters, right? And he had like uh, a tour bus or something. Yeah, Khabib. Had, uh, uh, Connor basically trains. This sounds all that soap opera, but I'm just telling you what happened, right? So uh, Connor trains with this Russian guy called Artem, right? Okay. And Artem was kind of like saying some shit or whatever to Khabib over social media when he won the lightweight title, yeah. Right. And uh, Khabib kind of cornered them basically with all these pals and was like, "Don't fucking disrespect me and give him a wee slap," sort of thing, you know. Russian stuff. Let's let them get on with it. But anyway, so Connor turned up in New York when Khabib was there, 
um, and ambushed the bus as it was driving out of Khabib in it. And he's like, get the fuck off the bus, get off the bus, all this kind of shit. And ended up grabbing a dolly, a metal dolly, and he threw it and it, uh, through the window of the bus and ended up smashing, covering, like it, it injured a couple of fighters, they got cuts. They were obviously milking it a little bit because none of them could fight that. Uh, and they, were, they sued Conor McGregor for a couple of million. Conor McGregor got arrested uh, in New York. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And... Uh, <coughs> And somehow paid a fine and got away with it, <laughs> as as per you would do in New York. You well, know? the thing is, even a normal person, they would have probably find them and let them away with it. It's no point jailing somebody for doing something like that unless they genuinely do. Well, Angie paid a lot of money, and basically oh no, I'm sure they had. Yeah. But but I mean, if it'd been somebody that could only afford ten thousand pounds, they would have charged them ten thousand pounds. You know that, and the repairs to the bus and all that kind of shit. I don't know, showering people with glass and cutting them and there was a, uh, there was a no, girl I mean, on it as well. You know? Well, see, that's the thing. Really, if you want to, as a societal truth, they should have put him in jail. Well, I think, he spent, I think he spent the night in jail or whatever. No, no, as in for a, couple, a few months, they should have stuck him in jail. He's got, uh, it doesn't I matter if you're a world-famous fighter, you don't get away with breaking the law that way. I know, I know, but America, remember, it's all about the money. And oh, yeah. if you've got more money, you can afford better lawyers, you can pay, like, you know, yeah, bail, and you can all tie that kind of the shit. system down. Yeah, and you can also set, settle the charges out of court so obviously all these guys the fighters that were supposed to be fighting oh, that weekend like, out, yeah so yeah, they all get millions enough. out of it so it was probably quite a costly thing however what it did do was it was marketing gold for the USC because yes. all they did was because Conor McGregor didn't want to do any press conferences for this uh, fight coming up because he was like I'm just going to train you know, he did like. I thought it was all about the, the press he, conference. He, he was, but he's like, I don't want any distractions for this. Um, you know, he did the one, obviously, when he turned up with the whiskey and he's like, yeah, I've got my whiskey and all this kind of stuff. And Has he got his own brand of whiskey? Yeah, what's, what's the big, 12. Oh, right. So, Hang uh, on, is that, not, is that not David Beckham as well or something? No, I think it is. Uh, it's a different one. But I don't know. But uh, I've heard uh, Joey Diaz says it's like ass water. <laughs> What is? It's whiskey. I don't know if it's good or not, but uh, where is it's it? Is completely it, where is it, sold out. Where is it made? In Dublin, I think. Oh, so it's whiskey. I don't know that much it's about whiskey it. with an E, then. It's uh, Irish yeah. whiskey's a bit kind It's of, Irish whiskey, yeah. Sorry, people, it's not very good. Uh, Scottish whiskey's where it's at. Scottish, um, or believe it or not, Japanese. Oh, they yeah, use, they were right into Yeah, it's whiskey. nice as well. I tried some of it. I was like, that is genuinely really... It tastes like uh, an island whiskey, like a really soft PT taste. It was really lovely. They pay a... By the way, I know... Um, I, I met this uh, person years ago, <coughs> and they were a financial advisor, and they got into... Uh, basically, cut a long story short, they got into, you know, going, going around to the Scottish distilleries... Yeah. ...and buying, like, the limited edition bottles... Right. right, putting them in presentation cases with the booklet and the stamp thing yeah. on it because it's it's a limited edition whiskey. Right, they buy that for maybe four hundred quid. Right, yeah. And he was going across to Japan, right, and going to these the business owners in Japan and turning up like you know with a suitcase, you know, with a couple of these bottles in it and saying like that, yeah, this is from Tobermore, this is one's from you know Glen Morangie or whatever yeah, it is. Um, you know, this I'll sell you this one for ten grand, this one for fifteen grand, and they'd be like, yeah, I'll take both. Huh. <laughs> Spawn. Yeah. I was it's, like, what a great business. So you'd fly across to Japan, right? And you'd make like, you know, 10,000% or whatever it is profit on these yeah, bonds because bet, yeah. it's like, 
Oh well. So, so was he from the distillery? Or was he just a wee? No, he was just a guy that sort of like heard a few people were doing it. He was a financial advising stuff. So I can't make more money out of doing this. Yeah. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. But well, you only need to do it once or twice and sell yeah. hundred thousand bottles, and that's you retired. He's <laughs> so. just turning up, presented in a suit, sort of thing, and saying, "Look, and you know, if you think about it, these guys like in Japan or whatever they are, they're business owner or like you know they're, they're trading stock or whatever. Could they jump on a flight, go across the distillery in Scotland, and and, and buy it? Yeah." Yeah, they could, right? But do you think they're gonna? They would no. say, no, no, my time's more valuable here. I'll just yeah. give you the ten grand or five. I don't know how. Like, uh, yeah, well, he might have sold some of them at thirty grand or something. I really don't know. Yeah. But um, as far as they're concerned, they're like, oh fuck, it's a genuine, you know, Tobermore it is, and they've got it, and it's they're the happy. Yeah. They collect whiskey, you know, and it's going up in value. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts, it's, isn't it? It's the angel share. Mm. But uh, I think I think Spain and Japan drink more whiskey than Scotland do per head. Of Oh, I could believe that. Yeah. Well, Japan's got 150 million people in it. No, per head, like, as in... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People Find are more... Find hard to believe. No, no, definitely in Spain. That's, that's really? for sure, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, I digress. This oh, sorry, was, yeah, yeah. So, it's Conor McGregor's waving his bottle of whiskey about. Yeah, that was the only one he did when he turned up a bit unhinged and he got right deep into it and it got really fucking dark. I'll show you the press conference, actually, because it's, it's pretty... Da- it's kind of dark, you know? Yeah, it, it kind of makes me sad because... I heard a comment the other week and um, it's, what was it? You you know how there's those TV shows like the, the Housewives of Beverly Hills or the Housewives yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. It said the Housewives of Beverly Hills, say, is the worst example of femininity and the UFC is the worst example of masculinity. And I kind of got it. But at the same time, I was like, well, no, because one's a sport and mm-hmm. one is a, a, how would you call it, a, a look at certain, a very, very tiny amount of society. But mind you, the MMA fighters are a very tiny amount of society. Yeah, but at, really least, at least I could say it's a competitive thing. So it's looking for the hero type. And I really couldn't see how, I'm not saying housewives, but these overly spoiled, really mm-hmm. arrogant, nasty housewives are actually a good example of feminism either. Yeah, I wouldn't just... draw any comparison with them and MMA fighters either. No, no, no but I wouldn't so... draw either comparison. Mm. I wouldn't say that the the wives of Beverly Hills are the extreme nasty of feminism. There's yeah. Because they're just dumbass motherfuckers And you certainly wouldn't choose money. people that fight in a cage for a living as, uh, oh, that's what, it, that's, what, that's what it is to be male. Well, no, that's Because what, there's females in the UFC as well. It's, it, you know? it's the extreme of yeah. it, though. That's, that's the point of it. And I've... And I found that quite disturbing because I didn't agree with it because MMA is a sport. And also, they're real. The housewives of whatever aren't really real characters. Mm-hmm. They're edited characters. You know, they're, well, that's just bullshit. They're it's probably like a, not like that, the ladies. But once you edit that video yeah. down from your 12 hours of footage you've got, you edit it down to 20 yeah. minutes, you can make them say whatever the fuck you want them to they're, say. They're created for the viewing pleasure basically I think there's the disclaimer at the start that says something like it's like made in Chelsea and everything oh, yeah, the Kardashians is really the big example yeah it's like it? some of these scenes may be like basically orchestrated for in other words everything's fucking made up yeah you know? of course it's they're putting they're putting certain scenarios and saying right you're angry at her and blah 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 off you go you know yeah actually I've just realised that's probably the best bit the TV show is scripted once those guys in that cage there's no script no, there's no script. Yeah, That's real. it doesn't really matter what you. Oh yeah, so yeah, back to. Oh yeah, sorry. So the the so in the the second round, basically, Khabib was holding 
and McGregor down, and he was like literally uh, like smashing him, going, "Let's talk, you know, let's talk now, you know." Boom. Can boom, you hear them this. saying all this? Yeah, you can actually, yeah, because they, they, the record. Well, yeah, I couldn't at the time, obviously. No, but, but in uh, the TV coverage, you can. Yeah, hear. and the mics, you can hear it because they get right close in beside the cage, and you can hear them going, "Let's talk, let's talk." And then the horn goes, and McGregor gets up and goes, "Look, it's just business." And and Khabib's like, "Yeah, whatever," sort of thing, as if to say, "I'm not fucking. This isn't business to me." You know, I'm taking so, this personally. Yeah. I think and maybe that, McGregor realised what a fucking mistake he'd made by bringing all that shit out about him because it's clearly worked that all it's done is made the guy bunker down and want... 50 million though. Yeah, but you you would make that money regardless, wouldn't you? Nah. Well, not without that hype behind it. Not all without right. the hype. It's all... He, he, the difference is Khabib doesn't... He gets a purse of... I think it was one and a half or two million. Seriously? Yeah, but he got withheld because of what happened. I don't know if he's Hang on. That. McGregor makes 50 and this guy makes... Yes. Should they not make 25 each? No, or it doesn't work the winner either. takes yeah. the money because if Khabib was fighting anyone else, the paper, the figures would be minuscule yeah, compared of to. Course, yeah. of course, I so it. the real winner of the fight, if you want to take money as the as the object to prize fighting, is still McGregor because he's going to make uh, fifty. It, it did two point five or two point six something like million pay per view buys, which is. If you think in America, it's like that's fifty dollar or billions, isn't it? No, it's like you know, one hundred fifty million or something Is like that. that. Something I, like I that. That's a lot the, for one was, night. That's, yeah, no, I heard yeah. it was in the billions though. The actual pay per view overall contract worldwide. I mean, uh, did it was it not going to have no, like almost half the world's population watching it or something stupid like that? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, they sorry, they might have watched it. But they ain't paying money for... No, no, it's but the fact is you are because you're watching the adverts before and after. Regardless yeah, okay, right. It depends what you, how you take everything. See, I, just, I knew there was something the tangible, special about it. I can't yeah, remember. I'm not including all the advertising and things like that, but like the actual tangible way that they measure like how big a fight is is pay-per-view figures. Hmm. For example, there was a fight recently between a YouTube two YouTube bloggers, right, who've got no boxing experience whatsoever, right? Seriously? One of them's called Logan Paul and the other one's called, like, KSI or some shit like that. Fuck that. Now, that's what I would watch. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone fucking did. Yeah. Do you know how many YouTube buys it did? Six million. Holy shit. It's like five or six million. And, like, I bought... Is that £3.50 a fucking hit or something like that? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of... lot of buys but like obviously the McGregor one's like you know $50 or whatever it's quite it's yeah of course yeah. of course but um, it just goes to show you <laughs> yeah you know well, actually who would you pay to see fighting like two really expert sportsmen or the dude that reads the news and the dude that does the weather you know what I mean I would watch like because I'm, cause I'm balls deep in it you yeah, know like well, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fight so I want to see who the, who the best guy is but yeah, of course but there's everyone everyone's got this curiosity about fighting you want to see like you know oh. Donald Trump fighting like I don't know Bernie Sanders or some yeah, shit like that I, I, I bet you Bernie's got some reach about him but he's a bit he's yeah. a bit bent over but uh, Trump's definitely He's not a fighter. Yeah, but means. Bernie's hunched over, so he keeps yeah, no, his, his thing. But he's also he's a, a New York, and I think he's been in a few scraps in yeah, his life because he, he's he got tear gassed and beaten up by the police quite a few times. I can like. yeah, I can see Bernie kind of uh, turtling up in the corner where and 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 Trump unloading a few kind of you know, and he would tire after about the fourth one, you know, and, Bernie and would that's when back. Bernie would probably catch him with a left you know and just that one hit is enough to just trigger him and then yeah. it's like pummel 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 and, and then that, that would be all she wrote basically Fuck. and I'm a Trump fan as well yeah so. no, but you got to give it to Bernie I've got, like, I've, I've, yeah situation. I just feel he's, he's too wide you got to watch these wee wiry guys what you know? about Trevor McDonald versus uh-huh. Jon Snow 
STV versus Channel 4 or ITV versus Channel 4. Yeah, I'll give it to Trevor. I think so? Yeah. And he's got the He's moves. black and all. You know, always betting black it's quite when you're small, unsure. It doesn't matter. He's got that stocky, you know, he's boom. You've got to have it over a hand, right? Jon Snow. He probably knows. Is it how tall is Jon Snow? I have no idea. But no. he has been in war zones and stuff like that, so he's got a bit of grit. Uh, oh, I don't know, actually. But Trevor McDonald, I think... I think he would study a bit more for the fight and he would probably have have a game plan whereas yeah. Jon Snow would probably just, just turn waltz, up. Waltz in there thinking yeah. he's going to win because <laughs> he's got longer reach. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's yeah. an interesting one. We should maybe get a hold of their agents and see if they don't organise it. Let's, they let's, could have a Royal Rumble let's make it Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Sanders so, and Jon Snow versus Trevor McDonald. I was Trump. just about to say sled boxing but as soon as I, as soon as I thought it, I thought that's been done. Celebrity yeah. death match. Right? Yeah. That's good. Or a celebrity MMA fight, you know, like that. Yeah, that would be better than the, the the come dancing one or whatever it's called. You know, yeah, they had that celebrity dancing. My little sister, and my mum loved that shit for some reason. But who's which celebrities are you actually going to get? They're going to beat the shit out of each other in a cage. That depends if you pay them enough. Any of the they're going to have to be Z listers, <laughs> you know, like no, people that are really unrelevant anymore. They're see. desperate. I'd be like, oh, yeah. you were the mum of the person that got stabbed in a knife. It'd have to be really somebody who's, you know, who's really desperate for some kind of fame again. You yeah, know, I guess. There's, but the problem is with celebs is Peter Andre. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's alright, he's quite buff as well, isn't he? Yeah. I don't, don't think, think he could, he's a fighter though. No, I don't uh, think he could take but it'd be quite interesting watching like Moira Hindley or whatever that other news anchor is knock the fuck out of him, that'd be good. Oh You can't have male versus female, that's, that's Well she'd win though, so it'd be okay. No, you you can't mix it like that. Yeah, that's you true. Do that. It's unfair. What about oh what's what's her name? The Oh fuck it, the wee neocon pop singer from America, the blonde, beautiful girl, um Taylor Swift. Oh. What about her versus Kim Kardashian? I gotta give it to Taylor Swift. She's just she's too tall. She's it's just you can rangy. tell she's got attitude about her as well. She's used to winning. Kardashian's I'm, so used to just being pampered. Was, Kardashian's not gonna fight ever. Apparently and she's, she's tiny as well. Yeah, she's like five foot two or something. Is she? She's like, I think she's all fake ass and everything and fake tits. I know, so I mean, this is a huge disadvantage. All that you know. So doesn't I think matter Taylor if Swift. your stepdad's an Olympian. Mm. Doesn't matter. It's Taylor Swift's dad's a fucking accountant or something like that, but she's still got that confidence and pizzazz about her. But Kardashian's not getting any sporting genes in her, like from the step. The step. No, she's not. she's a born lawyer, isn't she? Uh, yeah. She's uh, sitting at boardroom tables yeah. discussing. She might be able to negotiate something out of Taylor Swift, but probably not. Nah, please stop hitting me. Please stop hitting yeah. me, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, we'll settle this out the cage in a monetary way. Taylor would shake it up. Who's got more followers? Uh, Kim Kardashian. She's got. She's yeah. she's literally the biggest. Uh, Is she? Yeah. Still. Yeah. I can't think of anybody that's really mm. surpassed her. She like her husband was talking to the president yesterday, so I mean she's still that whole. Okay, yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched it. The first time I, I watched it, I was like, "Oh God, what is happening here?" Um, I just listened to what he was saying, and it's yeah. a bit garbled. But I think he he said a lot of very very sweet, nice. Things. He actually did. Yeah, I I, I kind of watched it. And I was like, "Oh fuck, he sounds a bit unhinged." And and then some. Then out of all this chaos, there was a couple of things that he said. I'm like, "Right, yeah, you've got a point. Yep, you're mm. right. Yeah, you won't be controlled by." race leaders and things like that and being told yeah. who to vote for how, how to think and yeah but it's just obviously he's a bit manic in his delivery well he's he's bipolar isn't he he's, he's swinging backwards and forwards between ha- loneliness and happiness he's uh, sorry to quote the proclaimers there. he <laughs> um, 
I, he said something really sweet and I thought it was genuinely sweet. And what really fucking annoyed me was CNN's reaction to it. Because at one point he says, because I mean, like, I've got this hat, this hat that you've given us. And this oh, it is gives like, you like a superpower. I feel like Superman. Right. I love Superman. Superman's my favorite. And this feels like a cloak. And it gave me the courage to go out and play ball with my son. And CNN ripped him for it. And you're like, you fucking assholes. What did they rip? I mean, yeah, they they, they just went like that. What is he talking about? He thinks he's Superman now. Uh, and you're like, the whole point of Superman is everybody is Superman, you dickheads. Yeah. You literally can't even... You, you're so politically well, that's biased. Sad, that's yeah, it was that. sad because yeah. generally, like, see if they start going. He was havering at points. Yeah, fair enough. He was havering at points, mm. but don't take the one really beautiful thing that he said, in my opinion, and turn it into as though he's uh, an egomaniac. He's not. He's just stated that he's not the strong person that Superman is, and this actually gave him a belief he, in himself that he could actually yeah. engage with his son. Was, he did actually, I think, say at one point um, as well. He said, "Look, I'm." bipolar and i've not taken my medication mm. but you know blah 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 and all this um so he did actually say it all and with you know at cnn when they were all taking piss going can you remember to take your medication before you go on tv oh, i fucking just hate like, those oh. condescending pricks i know this is this is like horrible, you horrible talk thing. about you talk about like a divide getting created by the media in but america it's, it's completely by the media it's so horrible even man. the politicians aren't trying to push it that hard but the uh. media to sell advertising need mm. viewers and to sell viewers they got to sell sensation and yeah. it's just like sorry your guy your place in the world's over now here yeah. it's time to go away it's or at least change your really mode. horrible isn't it yeah and fox is no better mm. fox is horrible as well they're all the same mm. but we need we need them to if they want to stay alive within the next 20 years they have to change their business and they have to change how they deliver the news yeah. not in an opinionated politically biased way to to serve corporate interest yeah again but does it see people want to again when they're watching the news the it's difficult to deliver something um without any kind of bias on it whatsoever without sounding just robotic you know so these guys put a spin on it they put because they're their characters they're mm. trying to build up their own profile oh, yeah, yeah. they're trying to make it interesting for the viewership <laughs> it's very difficult to have a kind of non-biased i, I don't know how we're going to do all that. journalists should not be allowed to have twitter Platforms. accounts attached to their uh to their nbc or their fox they should not have those twitter platforms yeah um real journalists who apparently still exist, although I've, they're few and far between, and they're hard to fund because yeah, how do you find them though? <clears throat> well, you go on, you go on you the go, internet. You they you are kiss there. a lot of frogs, you know. Yeah, you gotta read a lot of shit before you find them. Well, that's it. You got to pile through the shit to find the diamond in it. Um, it's but if you if you if you Google, if you Google, like see what I did, like just to show, I was just showing uh, Heather like the difference in reporting in the media, and. A really easy way to do it is just put in, is Trump a successful president, right? And you've got half the stories on the page are like, Trump's the, the worst president ever in the history of yeah. uh, history of everything. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got the other half going, uh, uh, you know, 10 reasons, uh, 10 things that Trump has achieved that no other president has achieved, you know, and it's, it's just like there's two clear, yeah. you know, Polarization. like, yeah, there's two, there's two clear sides and that's just reading the titles. Yeah, I know. I mean, imagine when you go in and actually read the article, it'll just be totally scary because I don't need to have seen it a hundred times before. Um, you know, you just go in, you read the article and it's so one-sided. They're just cherry-picking, 
shit, you know, oh, Trump's a racist, Trump's this, Trump's that, he's done this, he's not done that, he's not problem. And then it's just like, fucking hell. And it's like, they've got to fight fire on the other side as well. The, 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 the conservatives, or I guess you see Republicans, um, uh, for Trump, uh, who are supporting Trump, because a lot of them don't. Yeah. Uh, if they're fighting his corner and they're in the media, they've got to fight fire with fire. So they've got to cherry pick all the, the good, the, the things that he perceive as good things that he's done. So you're just getting two, two completely biased reports on something, you know, and it's like everyone's left in the middle going, oh, I don't understand. The fuck do I believe? They were living in a world of extremes with mm. no nuance. And if you are, see, see you are left leaning, for example, right? Which I am. And uh, you you subscribe to watching like uh, liberals or left leaning and, and things like that on YouTube, obviously, or on any any of these other uh, platforms, digital platforms. Now, all you're gonna get is videos reinforcing yes. that all the time. Yeah. So you're just gonna constantly get things why you know socialism is uh, you know is is better or, or this or socialist or liberal people talking about this that the other. Yeah. Whereas if you're googling you know conservative right, you're gonna get. And that's just creating the, the divide even further, mm-hmm. you know? It's well, reinforcing that's the thing. It. People can just choose. It's not like there was... Mm. There's not like there's one television channel anymore, like, say, the BBC or something, who gives you the news yeah. from their biased point of view of the British government or whatever. Although they used to be very critical of the state and stuff, the BBC. There's still a little bit of bias in them, but actually Oh, no, still... they're super biased now. They're yeah. completely left... See the amount of Oh, no, of compared stuff... to the American stuff, they're not as blatant as the American. They actually do write uh, fairly neutral uh, articles sometimes. The BBC? It's just they choose what to report on and what to what not to report on. See the amount of stuff I've seen on it? It's mostly BBC Three, which is the more independent created stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all women are victims of male oppression, black people have been subjugated by white people. It's just that all the time through. It's like, what the fuck? What happened to come to Britain, we're all the same, you will be given a fair chance like anybody else, regardless of your skin colour or creed. It's just... Yeah. It, the BBC <clears throat> sold themselves down the river, I think that's the problem. Yeah. They've literally sold themselves out and nobody gives a shit about them anymore. They used to turn out programmes of excellence, like drama and nature documentaries oh, and news. Which is brilliant. There you go. That's what eleven hours of programming out of three years worth. I know, but it's very good. It's very good, but they don't even make it anymore. It's some production. Oh, they don't. Company. I don't think so. It's well, their natural history unit make it, but mm. it's all freelancers and stuff. It's not it's like they David Ambrose like, in a, his voice. And he's it. great. It's just, it's just the best. It is the best, but yeah. but it's, it costs. A how load how of come that costs one hundred and fifty billion yeah. pounds to make? It no, things like game money. shows and. All these chat shows and mm. just cheap no, crap. Sure, yeah. You know, it's just like this isn't what the BBC's meant. I actually to be. turned on the BBC News this morning and I watched it for five minutes and I went, oh, "This is really fucking dull." I went back to YouTube. Yeah, we're watching like sound bites and clips. What is it? You call them sound bite? The little clips, you know, five minute clips and. Well, that's what that's what the BBC does now as well. Mm. They just play those five minute clips on loop all day. I know, but I just I think YouTube's more. Well, well, interesting YouTube's now because you scan through it all and it's just showing you stuff that you might be interested in. Oh no, I prefer. I think YouTube's got a much better thing. I've, I've been watching a, a chap called Jimmy Dore recently mm-hmm. and he's, you know Ben Shapiro, the yeah. the wee Jewish guy that used to work for Breitbart? Yeah, yeah I watched a thing of him this morning. Yeah. Um, he's like the left's version of him. Mm-hmm. I don't think, or he might be an attorney. I don't know what his background is. But he's just the left-leaning version of Ben Shapiro. So mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro's an opinion piece yeah. guy. He gives his opinion. 
from mm. a very educated point of view. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's oh, he's sharp. Man. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, and Jimmy Dore is like the opposite of him on the other side of the yeah. political spectrum. But both of them would debate with each other respectfully. Mm. You know, they're both, I respect both of their viewpoints and respect the right to have those viewpoints. Mm. You should check out Jimmy Dore because I'm usually always giving the conservative podcast people, but this guy, Jimmy Dore, he always has that Abby Martin on his show. Who's she's Abby a bit Martin? mental. She's like a, she's a, a, a journalist but she always like throws herself into like fucking Ecuador or at the moment it's Venezuela is the big one. Okay. Uh, yeah. And she just goes on the ground and covers the stories on the ground. She yeah. was saying some really interesting things about Venezuela, which is massively trade embargoed at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, well, of course the country's failing. It's nothing to do with socialism. I mean, I'm not a socialist, don't get me wrong. But I think it's got a lot to do with it, though. It has, but the big problem with the starvation is to do mm. the fact that other countries have cut them off because they're like, no, we don't like what you've done mm. with your... And so she said that you can go into a shop and there's like loads of products, but they're very specific products. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'll be able easily to get toilet roll, say, mm-hmm. for instance, but you can't get soap. Yeah, that sounds like... It's because like Cuba and things like that. It's because well, embargoes yeah. getting put on them on certain mm. things. So I was listening to her thing. I think mm. she's a bit... Obviously, she tells it from her opinion, as everyone does, but uh, both her, Abby Martin and Jimmy Dore, they were mm. the only decent left op-eds or opinion piece writers that I can find at the moment. Everybody yeah. else is just crap and weak and uninteresting and unengaging. The, the, the thing that I I can never get my head around, and I think this, that for me, it's like the nucleus of everything, is that whether it's left, right, or what you know, uh, Republican, Democrat, whatever it is, there seems to be a nucleus of people that are looking for equality, basically. What's and, that mean? Well, it means like, well, everyone's equal, you know, everyone's got equal this, equal that. And the bottom line is, I disagree with that. I don't think there should be equality. I think there should be basic human rights equality. You should have you should have the opportunity. Yes. To do, yeah. 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 However, nature isn't equal. No. Life isn't equal. Of course it's not. you know not. what I mean? Some it's people have a head start, yeah. Yeah. Some people, you know, some people are faster running than other yeah. people. Some races are fat, like black people are faster than white people. That's why the hundred meter lineup is all black. Yeah. It's not we're not we don't have white people. That's going. totally racist. Yeah, I, I demand that there be at least three three yellow people. Yeah, and t- and and two white three, people. No, three white people. Yeah, because I like white people more. Yeah, and some black people and maybe some brown people as well. Yeah. then it'd be fair. We Certain cultures that. and races are just and better. Everybody gets a gold medal. Mm. See, pointless utopia. Yeah, perfect. And if some people want to be in this, if if you have a competitive environment um, in the economy or just in, a, in in life in general, some people want to be at the top of that. Some people are quite happy just like going. They don't. They're like, I don't want to be the richest. I don't want to be the fastest. I don't want to be this. You know, I'm quite happy with what I'm doing here. And some people just try and they can't be or whatever. But the bottom line is that people aren't created equal. They definitely aren't. So why strive for anything other than just basic equal rights? Yeah, I I think it's just very confused. And I think most of it comes from people that are just dissatisfied with their lives. Yeah, but it's like it's like everyone's now protecting them all because we don't want to turn around and say to them, you're just not as good as that person. Yeah, it's like. You know what was wrong with that back back in the day when it was like, well, that person's as cleverer than you. It's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I know. Well, this is the thing Whatever. that kills me. I've 
I've been a bit average at everything, if yeah. you know what I mean. I've not really uh, yeah. stood out in any way in any particular physical or mental attributes. Um, same for me. Yeah, well, same for most majority. Yeah, most people, people are yeah. all a mishmash of stuff. Yeah. Um, but within that averageness, I'm better at some things. I'm shit at other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the way you know, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. It's, it's like, that's the beauty of being alive. I you know, know. it's. I've, I've, I, used, I was talking to this wee guy, and my argument was like, "You're he was. He was a very intelligent, very sharp wee guy, and very creative guy mm -hmm. as well." And I was like, "That dude, you're far better read than me, especially seeing you're quite young mm -hmm. and things." And he was like, "Well." you can do that he's like yeah 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 but I could kill you in seconds with my bare hands because he is really weak and, yeah. and he was like that and the look in his face he thought I meant it I was I turned around and went I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu mate <laughs> was like, I don't oh. think it would matter if he was as long as you got weight on top of him he'd fucking get crushed he was tiny as well. Oh, no, some of these wee guys are killers wow well, whatever but I'm guessing he wasn't physically yeah. like starting off both of us I was far physically superior than him yeah just in strength and attitude I think mm. as much as anything else and he, he was like, um, well, I was like, dude, I'm just seeing as an example. I just said you could out-intellectualize me, mm -hmm. but I could physically destroy you. That sounds like so, a threat. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Someone says to you, just to let you know, I could fuck no, you no, up. No, 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 but I didn't, I didn't say it in that, that way. I, I said to <laughs> yeah. him, look, you're far more clever than me, but I'm physically more capable of you. Mm. I would be able to destroy you in a fight. Well, go and lift some weights or something. Is that what you but mean? I don't think it matters. Just his frame and his attitude is not really for that, if you know what I mean. He's, yeah. quite, he's quite meek. But then you could make an argument that people... But what from I'm a young is, age, if they're more not physically gifted, they tend to they, they, they tend to channel their focus into more intellectual things because that's their way of winning. Yeah, because yeah. that, that gives them power. Yeah, it's the same with I. Everybody says, "Well, men are physically more capable than women." Yeah, but women are more beautiful than men, and, and beauty they can make babies. is beauty is power. Mm -hmm. It really is. You want to get a guy to do something? Be a hot girl. He will do fucking anything to yeah, try. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just. But no, that that doesn't count. We shouldn't be treated by our physical or mental attributes. We should all be the same. It's so bad. No, but we're, we shouldn't be treated with uh, any like everyone should be treated equally. Yeah, but they're not within a certain frame. If you know what I mean, like you know, if you're going for a job, you know, like you want the best person for that job to yeah. get it. Merit, it's not, it's merit. Yeah, all merit based. It shouldn't be based on anything other than you know how good that person is and i can i can say one thing for certainty is that i bet you the 90 99.9% of business owners don't give a shit what color you are what you look like as long as you if you can make them money because yeah. you're a good asset to the business guess what they're going to hire you because that's the whole point of having a capitalist society you know a capitalist based economy that's the good thing about market based economy is the yeah, market it's the most unracist thing ever and it's unsexist thing ever and the only reason as well like where people come up with the disparity in the in the pay gap and stuff like that is yeah. obviously it's it, like Making you can show change. examples of women that have uh, been far better at men and have risen to the top and become CEOs and all the rest of it yeah and straight away, like, that's an article. Oh, if it was sexist, that wouldn't happen. But you can, on the whole, what the data would suggest is that a lot of women do end up, like, taking time off work and going and having children. Why Why wouldn't? Because they're I more know. sensible. Guys are the only ones who are psychotic enough to sit and work for 80 hours a week. Exactly. And that, that's, that's, that's not, that's not a sign of power. Yeah. That's a sign of stupidity. You know what I mean? Or being driven by yeah, a natural just, force that you're And you're not taking time off. To, you're not physically capable of making a baby. And they're the guys that get yeah. to the age of 60 and mm -hmm. go, 
oh, I wasted my life fucking chasing this money exactly. or whatever. And I didn't yeah. actually live my life. And oh, and they're the first ones to admit that. The yeah. ones that were driven so hard from the start. Anyway, we digress again. So you're sitting, you got your kilt on. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> back to the, That was a bit of a segue. <laughs> it's not even a segue. It's a direct jump. I want to hear this. Right, okay, so, yeah, yeah. So it's all kicking off. There's Russians being aggressive. And when Russians are aggressive, it's pure macho. Oh, this guy was like behind us, you know, he's like this typical kind of, Russian looking dude you know that's got well you know he didn't have a bottle of vodka in his hand but he was holding something in his hand I could just picture a bottle of vodka and he's like yeah man fuck you man fuck you hey yeah yeah Russia fucking yeah and literally like there's just this hundreds of people around him just you know turning around staring at him going what do we do with this guy <laughs> do you know what I mean like all these Irish people are like should I punch him now or should I punch him later or should I just let him do his thing, you know? such a macho thing about Russian culture. Yeah, but it was just overly, do you know, it was like uh, no, 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 that's, in your fucking face. No, no, that's ha, it. Ha, it's your guy pure. lost. I, I guess it comes from the 20th century mm. and the brutality that went on in Russia for like 50 years or so. It's like three generations marred and destroyed by communism. And, yeah, I mean, they're t- they're, they and are they're tough. hard as fuck. But also they're so nihilistic. Yeah. Like, see all those people that climb on top of buildings and stuff? Most of mm. that's from Russia. Because they just don't care if they die or not. Because they're so fucking... There's a lot of folk doing that in the East. Not in the Middle East. Not in the Middle East. The, the uh, Far East, like uh, Japan, yeah, yeah, China. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Most are of you them talking are... about the ones that... <laughs> off the, the top no, 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 no. I'm talking about the ones that actually just... Oh, the walk. stunt guys? No, well, the parkour dudes. Whoever it is Oh, fuck that. The... Yeah, I hate that. That's all Russians yeah. that do that. Or that's the majority of them are Russians. And it's just this real nihilism within their culture. And it's, it's mm. really sad because they're such an enterprising people. The Russians are hardworking. They're... Mm. And it's not because of communism that they're hardworking. They're just naturally hard people. Yeah. And it's just... But it's got to have an... That affects a culture. Yeah, no, What happened to them? The Over... cold winters. The, you know, they're just that, that real kind of hardcore work ethic that a lot of them have got and also um, the, the communism have, thing as well the communism thing which was led the, to they all knew it was failing but they pretended it wasn't and they keep going and yeah. keep going it's, it's a weird weird thing but now they've got this weird culture of real because mm. my mate Sammy used to be out in Israel and there's loads of Russians in Israel yeah don't know why there just is and he used to go and the whole thing was Yes, we have vodka and blah blah, and so Sammy's like, "All right, can I have a vodka?" And he pours, "No, no, you've got to make a toast for every time." And Sam's like, "Oh Christ, how many drinks? How many toasts is this going to be?" Yeah, he's like, "You must have it." And yeah, you fucking don't know how to drink vodka, and so he drank, knocked it back his vodka, and the guys were like, "Yeah," and they kept going, "No, a toast to all our brothers who." These fuckers drink a lot of vodka as well. Yeah, yeah, he drank them under the table. Yeah, they were all fucking unconscious, and he's still sitting there going, "Is this it?" Well, Sammy, yeah. Sammy can drink like a fucking fish. I can... because I've heard of Russian farmers like literally drinking a litre of vodka a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going like, to... Just, just, just as normal. But you'll probably you know? find out it's not 45% proof vodka. And I don't know, man. Vodka, that vodka, ma- isn't it? Makes you go blind, probably. <laughs> no, no, they, I'm sure they can. I'm sure they, they do because... Water, the, it's amazing what you can put the body through and what it can kind of adapt to as well. Well, if you saturate... Yeah. But mm. this is just them drinking like... Well, in Israel, you drink a lot anyway because there's nothing else to do, apparently. But um, mm. he was just saying that every time they were all so macho and they just, they were all knackered by... Yeah, yeah. Because they eat meat and drink vodka. That's their thing. And they, they talk That's about... That's what Putin does. Yeah. Good he, likes old, a, he likes a, a nice bit of... Good old Vlad. He, he likes a nice... Uh, he was endorsing uh, Khabib. 
like before. Oh, he'll like endorse he was, anything that's even close to Russia. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, obviously it's probably people in Azerbaijan. He's like, yes, we support them because mm. they're sort of on the other side of the border. You know? Yeah, so he was Putin endorsed. So nice. So yeah, um, he, he's okay. such a weird hero to people. That guy. <laughs> I know, Putin. but he's like this kind of masculine. Oh yes. Russian. He's kind of but figure, the thing is, he? he's a, a counter to American domination. Bare chest on top That's of a yeah, like exactly. horse, no. it's a, it's <laughs> a hun- hunting. This old guy, and he's, uh, he's not being out in a horse. He's a, he's a. Is he not something like a black belt in judo or something? Yes. As well? well, he's ex KGB. So mm. He's a recruiter for the KGB. So I think he's pretty hard. That oh, would he's be, fucking hard as yeah, well. Yeah, I think wrong. him against uh, someone would be. Would be would be a who fun could, fight. Who could you destroy Obama and Trump and ah, Bush know, and all those ideas? So who, yeah. who could you put them up against? Um, Who's got a bit of vim about them that's in the world stage? I'm trying to think. Um, it's a hard one. Like, I don't know why I was going to say the Rock there, but I think the Rock would. Destroy. Rock would destroy. Him. Yeah, the Rock's too big. Judo, uh, this you fucker, as he falls on top of him. Really yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is like three hundred pound guy. <laughs> Because he's quite short, putting. Is he? You know, yeah, but I mean, if he managed to throw him, but then rocks get wrestling and all that kind of stuff. The rocks right? also what twenty or thirty years younger than him, probably as well. Yeah, um, there must be something. No, no, he's not. No, rocks, but forties now. I putting's in his sixties though. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Is he? I'm pretty. Sure. Well, maybe I'm not. I don't know. Check out in the interwebs, but I'm pretty sure he must be about that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anybody who can take on. Vladimir Putin unless it was one of those well guys. we just did The Rock <laughs> no but I mean world leader so you could have like world leader celebrity death match there he is there oh he's 66 yeah I think he's so. doing alright no he's, he's he's a healthy guy but he's from uh, Russia as well so they're all fucking under malnourished <laughs> that's terrible sorry Russians uh, who's that did he look Medvedev Dmitry Medvedev oh that was the guy that was kind of yeah, is that, that not the guy that none of them was talking about Medvedev or something I don't know we need to watch this afterwards what so is it probably Connor was bringing up that thing and that you know I was telling you about there was a Russian kind of oligarch that was laundering money through their gym and oh Medvedev was he not one of the guys that got assassinated or something mm, I don't know I can't remember. I tell you, there's something good you should watch, which is quite fun. Although, understand it's pure propaganda, but well edited propaganda. It's called, mm. it's on YouTube. It's free. It's filmed mm-hmm. by Steve Bannon, who used to own Breitbart or used to be the editor of Breitbart or something like that. I think he started Breitbart, to be correct. And it's called Trumpet War, and it just covers their campaign. And where it's not so interesting what they did right. It's what the opposition did so badly wrong. Oh, they, they've really fucked up. Oh, they, they fucked had, up that's so bad. a total misunderstanding of even, like, American folk people. See, when Hillary Clinton told her crowd, I think it was... Hey, something. y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm down here in Texas. You're from oh. fucking uh, New Jersey. What are you speaking like that for? But she literally, literally said, and half of these Trump supporters are deplorables, racists, mm. And Nazis or something. You're just like you literally just alienated twenty five percent of the entire American population. Yep. And you need at least half to win. It's so weak as well. See when you start resorting to stuff like that. And name calling and things like that. That's something that Trump never did was 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 basically Oh he didn't target. do some stupid things. He was no, he asking did, about but he didn't. Obama's birth certificate and all that. No, but he didn't target stupid. the general public and go, uh, you know, like you're if you're voting for Hillary or you're voting oh, yes. this yes, way no, sort of right. thing, you're a you're a racist or you're this or yeah. you're that, you know. 
what he did do was obviously target illegals and things like that and made that part yeah. of the rhetoric and used a little bit of fear tactics things like that but the bottom line is that that wasn't bullshit he's acting he's acting on all that it still is high up in his agenda they got you know it I mean? so wrong with Trump and they got it so wrong with Brexit because they mm. thought anybody supporting Brexit was a racist and you're like that's clearly not the case half the country isn't racist I'm sorry it's just not but it's not racist to want to control immigration yeah no no but that's yeah. what I'm saying they were saying and they were labelling well, they, were, they were too deep in their own and shit then this was the best bit they actually, and this is literally said on the BBC, and it made my mouth drop open and go, oh shit, this might go the other way, because I thought we were going to stay in Europe, I didn't think we were going to leave. Um, the BBC came out and said, and yes, and maybe the more uneducated might vote for Brexit, and you're just mm. like, oh, you dickheads, you just literally told working class people that they're stupid. Yeah. I mean, they're not stupid, they genuinely have feelings, they genuinely have emotions, they're intelligent both emotionally and mm capable of performing tasks and functions as well as anyone else and you've just called them stupid i'm it's worried like, about no, the pound going do you think like, it's gonna go fucking through the floor it's nearly like one a pound to the the euro at the moment it's nearly like it? one for one yeah it's like 1.1 1. 1. so basically when you're converting that. it when you're converting it um, you're literally getting one euro for the pound. Is that because they're trying to force people to spend in Britain instead of going to Europe? Or I don't think it's any anyone's kind of by design. I think it's just as well when when Brexit hits. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's it could plummet to where the I think it'll plummet to where the the pound is going to be less valuable in the euro. It might recover if we do will. some really good trade deals or whatever it is we're going to do. Um, I think it will. But in the meantime, it, it just, you know, it's like, it makes, it makes like, for, for me, it makes going to Spain and things like that fucking really, really expensive. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. One to one almost. Mm. I did, you know, like Vegas was so fucking expensive. I mean, you were literally getting one. Yeah, you said that. I was quite surprised. I thought Vegas was super cheap. Just yeah, because it depends th- where you go, like sort of thing. But we are like in the best hotel there. Ah, right. and, okay, and so you're fighting for luxury. And, yeah. I mean, literally you're getting in a, a limo. <clears throat> oh, did you get limos? You're getting in a yeah. This guy to come and uh, uh, I mean, if you get in a taxi and you go from the airport to the the hotel and you know it's like eight minutes drive, you're paying like twenty two dollars or something. It's it's like London prices or whatever. It's not nothing. Yeah, nothing ridiculous. Know. Um, but a limo is like three hundred. <laughs> we 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 got up like on a, on a Saturday morning and we're down because we were just like because you're only there for, we were only there for forty hours so we're literally getting like one hour two hours sleep and yeah. then getting up and going down to the pool and we ordered these uh, shots of they're called Scooby Doo's basically I don't know what's in them they're kind of green. I can't remember what's in them. <laughs> is it just Maduri or something? You're getting conned to charge twenty quid a I shot. Think <laughs> I think it's like creme, like Scooby Doo's. Uh, or Scooby Snacks, is it? Scooby, Scooby Drink. Is there a drink there? Yeah, otherwise it's going to call it a lot of cartoon dogs. Um, the Scooby Snack Shot recipe. Let's see what's oh. actually in it. Well, this looks different from what it's I Creme de menthe, melon liqueur, pineapple juice, da 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 Four of them. Melon liqueur, so it is Maduri. Yeah, so four of them. Uh-huh. They would just th- throw down our necks. Guess so, how much? Eh... Uh, $180. No, $70. Shit, for four drinks? Yeah. What's that? $10. Tip not How many dollars is there to the pound? Oh, uh, roughly about 1.1. So just just think one. For, so it's about 60 quid. 
gosh. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> let's, uh, That's insane. Let's just forget that. Just I take it this was a pure luxury place you were staying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you, if you were to spend the same money in London, probably twice as much. Do you know I got invited oh. into a gentleman's club because we were going down for a meeting to do with this mobile phone thing we were working on at mm-hmm. time. And we went into is, this... Is that ju- like a brothel? No, no, no. It's just like they have all these wee clubs in the centre of London so you don't need to go to a pub. You oh, like go, a private club? Yeah, yeah, a private yeah. member's club, a gentleman's club. And so we went in. No women in it? I don't know. Mm. And they they, have, they were had, having their meeting and I was sitting there having their meeting. And they said, right, well, that's uh, everyone shook hands and did all the pleasantries. And it's like, well, now well, let's have a drink. What would everyone like? And it was things like, oh, I'll have a, a tonic and this and all. And I, I said, I, could I just have a... Jack Daniels and Iron Brew? No. <laughs> <laughs> a WKD or a <laughs> bottle of hooch. Wicked. Yeah. No, I just asked Mag for a... Twitch, I asked for a, uh, like a whiskey. Uh-huh. And they said, it's a Glenmorangie or whatever. Or they said, mm. what do you want? I said, well, what have you got? And they went, we've got Glenmorangie. That'll do it fine, whatever. Mm. I'm, I'm not fussy about malts. It's just a wee tingle in the afternoon sort of thing. Uh-huh. 50 quid. Uh-huh. For one whiskey, oh, he uh, definitely he must have sold you like the. Oh no, I didn't pay for shit. it. The guy that was the thing that went on his tab. That's insane. That's like Monaco prices. Yeah, yeah. It was when, just when, like that when when, when the for well it depends. Well, it was like a thirty year old life changing whiskey. Huh? Did you taste it and you just went? The only way it'd be life changing oh is if you poured it over yourself and set yourself on fire. There's not. It's just whiskey. It doesn't so matter how. Didn't good it change is. your bum life. My what? Bum life. What's a bum life? <laughs> it's a Conor McGregor expression. No, what's that mean? I've not heard that. He, he says, uh, it was, he says it was, Is that like thug says, life except for bum? No, he just basically, it's like, when you signed up to fight for me, you'll change your bum life. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it didn't change my bum life. It didn't change your bum life, okay. But it was 50 quid for the shot of whiskey. Like a dram that's, of whiskey. That's just taking the piss. Well, that's it. But that the So you can imagine there were, say, six of us there. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing their drinks were the same, if not more. Uh, yeah, that's just insane prices. So that's like 350 quid for a round of drinks or something, 400 quid for a round of drinks. And that was nothing to them. It's just like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, sorry, there is a imbalance in money in this country ah. at the moment. It's just, that's too much. But there's a supply and, a supply and demand. I mean, like, <clears throat> if you were to take a drink of whiskey at the top of Mount Everest, yeah, hmm. how much would that cost? I don't know about how much 20 grand or something is to climb I, Everest I don't know like, like, it's about 20 grand and then, yeah Everest. you've got to pay the people to get up there no that's included rest, but you also have to climb it could be a million before you can do yeah it could be a million if you were like right I want to go to the top of Everest and have a shot of whiskey it could be it could be anything I'm you, sure they well, you might turn around and say well could you drink take up yourself yeah I know but, but my point my yeah, point with it is it's yeah. like you know you're 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 in a you're in London it's uber expensive you're going to an exclusive club where you're not getting, you don't have to uh, melange with the riffraff, no, if you know what I mean. it's crazy. It was all um, these wee guys in corners that look, were dressed all eccentrically and things. But the like thing that. is, like, I like kind of the, the pubs and bars in London. They're, mm. there's, they're always so friendly. Well, the ones I've been into are so friendly. Everyone's just yeah. like, all right, how's it going? Yeah, And everyone talks to each other. Yeah, like, why would you want London. to go? There why would that. you want to go to a... A club where there's like you're sitting in. A, I, I get this picture of a dark corner and it's like a books and a fire. And yeah, no, that was like, exactly yeah, it. Yeah. That was exactly it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want. I want to be. I think it's because you can, you can go in there at any time of the day, like literally. You can two, do that in a pub. No, literally two in the morning you can go in with a uh, pile of people and you can ask for a private booth so you can hammer your cocaine or whatever it is that you're yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now it's making a bit more sense. Yeah. 
But it's, it just it blew me away because I think I was maybe about 24, 25 years old at the time. And I just, I was like, I couldn't understand how it could cost 50 quid for a... Or more to the point, the guy didn't even flinch. That. He was like that. Does anyone want another round and stuff? You know, he's so rich. So well, much it's money. Well, it's also the whole... Um, or maybe it's They know they can, yeah, they, they can, they can, they're pricing it so, so over the top. So to make it exclusive, because in London's a lot of money, yeah. and the only way to make something exclusive is to overprice it. Yeah, yeah. You know, to price it out out with the reach of anyone else, um, and also is that whole if who's going to turn around and question it if if the whole point of being there is I'm make I'm a millionaire I'm a billionaire, yeah. and this is exclusive. You know, a oh, hundred quid. No, yeah, give us give true. us ten. You know, because it's it is, it's posturing. You know, and if you want to impress your clients, you want to impress whoever it is he's trying to impress. If that's if that's the objective of it, you know, like that's that's how it that's how it gets done. Because the first time we went out to Vegas, we get taken out by the guy who bought like our because um, it's how I know about Vegas to be fair. I mean, I knew it existed, but you know, yeah, you go to a place and you get into it, and you like you you know, I've been there every year since uh, he took us out, so. You know, and that was exactly what that whole exercise was about. Because he just bought the company, mm-hmm. so he took us out to celebrate in Vegas. But it was all under his. T- you know, like he was. He, you know, I think we paid for the flights, but he like paid for the. You know, the suite, the mm. all the dinners, the booths. I mean, you're talking about a fifty or eighty or a hundred grand weekend. It could have been. Holy it Jesus. could have been in like that. There was one point uh, where we were sitting in this, and the problem is you can't really enjoy it because it's someone else's show. If you know what I mean, yeah. it's like almost like being on. You feel like you're intruding or something. You're almost like you're being there with your mom and dad or something. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, we're sitting, in, we're in this. Uh, it's in the middle of the day in this uh, cabana on this beach, which probably cost them like fifteen grand just for the cabana. And uh, the next thing, he bu- he buys this Magnum of champagne, mm-hmm. and then sprays Mark with it. Oh. <laughs> you're right, just like just sprays Mark with it in front of everyone, right? And uh, that's like kind of a why, and it's an alpha kind of. It's almost oh, like a. I see, I, I think see. that's what it was just like ah ha, 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 like spraying it, and then afterwards I'm looking at it and it's like it's called the Ace of Spades. I'm looking at the bottle and I'm looking at the menu and it was fifteen grand that bottle of champagne and he sprayed it over Mark. It's the and most I'm just expensive like, jizz shot ever. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at. It and I was like, is that that Ace of Spades? He's like, yeah, 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 and I'm like fifteen grand. He's like, yep, and I'm like. I mean, I know he gets all that stuff comped. Well, it's not comped because but, it's, yeah, it's all based on his turnover with gambling and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, like, well, the, the fact that you would do that intentionally, knowing that, you know, that's it's a, it's a, it's but, a, a signaling thing, isn't it? It's yeah, like, but he ah, didn't like, even I'm so rich. I don't care. Yeah, he didn't even advertise it to us. You know, he just sprayed us. Well, I sprayed Mark mainly with a. I think he knew if he sprayed me, I'd probably hit myself. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like another bottle. Of he, he drove, it was fun. like uh, we got like what, one thing. He burst into the room where we were like catching a nap, right? And he, he chucked ice all over Mark, right, from a bucket. He's like, right, get up, and he chucked ice all over him, right. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going back to sleep because it was like third night, jet lag was hitting and all this. 
and uh, he, he burst back into the room with another bucket of ice but this time he's heading towards me right did the finger come up <laughs> no I just went I, I, I sprung out of bed right and I pointed at him right and you know when you when you point at someone you go if that ice goes over me I'm just gonna fucking knock you unconscious Stuart you know <laughs> and, uh, and and he, he kind of like looked at me with the, 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 the sort of like smiley face you know like is it you know the the anticipation like the child and then he looked at me and he just went yeah you're serious now <laughs> <He's laughs> I was literally I was like if that goes over me I'm gonna punch him you know, <laughs> I, I, I just I just it was one of those moments I was like no I'm not having I'm not playing these over. stupid games yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and later on he Poor was Mark, like Mark oh. because Mark's such a gentle lovely soul as well he's <laughs> I don't think he enjoyed getting ice chucked. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just like, he's kind of like, it's yeah. like kicking a, or, sorry Mark if you're listening, I don't mean that you're weaker or anything, but it's like kicking a puppy because no, he's yeah, such a nice dude. Anyway. You know, he's, yeah. he's such a, an easygoing guy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so that was kind of like a similar thing to what you are talking about. Like, they're, they're taken out and they're under. And and what, what I think what happened with that was, um, as the years went by, you know, they realised, the, you know, because we'd, we went to Vegas with him the next time and the next and then I went to Vegas obviously to see one of the Conor McGregor fights with uh, my ex and um, my mate Dave and his wife and we went out without the you know without um, I'm not going to say their names so without um, yeah, okay, the okay. guy bought the, the company and all the rest of it yeah and <clears throat> we went out again but this time because they'd heard I'd been to a UFC and all the rest of it they were like go, they they were like coming out, but they brought a whole like folk a load of folk from their business, you know, young folk, and they got them all the best seats in the UFC for this Conor McGregor fight. Right. And it was almost like, you know, we we're we were bettering you, you know, sort of thing. Right. But we were still like going out, but we'd bought our tickets before. But they were like, no, we're all going to come out, and I've, we've got all the the seats, and they they must have spent a fortune. It was like ten seats they got at a Conor McGregor fight, and they were quite far down, you know. So that would have cost really thousands of ticket. Kind oh of yeah, a couple of grand a ticket easily. <laughs> Um, and then later on we're in Omni it's like yeah we're going to the Omni nightclub in this booth later on and it just so happened I'd been to Omni a nightclub like in December right <laughs> so and we went in and lo and behold I was in exactly the same booth as I was in December right yeah. so I turn around to uh, him first and I say oh, I'm not going to believe this this is exactly the same booth that we had in December and he literally just as if I didn't even say anything to him he just ignored it and went and looked away and I'm like well, that's funny so I went up to his wife because they're you know they're both you know they're business partners and all the rest of it and uh, I'm like uh, like hey so and so you're not gonna believe this but this is exactly the same booth as we got and thing and she did, acted the same way she was almost like you know inside it, it crushed something in them huh. because they're like oh, fuck them the guy we because 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 I'd done I'd gone and done the same thing so it wasn't like they were impressing us anymore. Oh, so they'd lost their superpower yeah, to impress yeah, yeah. us, you know? That's quite, that's a shame. Cause kind of, but I mean, it's like, well, well it's, I mean, deal. it's a shame for them. Mm. You know, as in if they feel that way, that because you've outspent them, it's kind of trumped their... Yeah, we, I, got a a, I got a bit of a text from them while I was away at that fight in Vegas. Uh, fuck you, you fucking fuck. No, they had obviously seen that we were in... Uh, Vegas without them you know like we're at the UFC fight so they I got this text basically saying um oh uh, just see you you lads are in Vegas thanks for the invite you know like uh, from from his wife sort of thing like with that kind of you know like slap head emoji face palm yeah, yeah till like 
you know, as if to say, what the hell are you doing in Vegas without us, you know, and you didn't even invite us and blah, blah, blah. Do you want to talk about this on here? I don't know if these people are... (laughs) (laughs) They won't be listening. It's a big deal. But yeah, it's just, it was a little bit kind of... It's, it's, right, so it sounds very go. much like the aspiring middle classes, like as in we can outspend you in our driveway. Yeah, and I, I you know, I the the male of that relationship I really like. You know, I actually really do like him, and uh, I think he's he's a character and he's he's fun and everything. I'm always gonna have uh, time for him. Um, yeah, but we've kind of moved on. We've we're doing our own thing now, you know, and it's it's what it is. You know, if we want to go to Vegas, it's so, you know, so that's our thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's not like he's... Uh, they don't own Vegas. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they're the, the national mm. fucking uh, liaison office for the, the Vegas experience or anything like that. People have been going there for a few years now. Yeah, but it's funny how people... You know, that's it's a kind of insight as to how people you know, get power and get money and they want to they, they want to impress others by spending money and things like that. And it yeah. does actually work to a degree because people are like, oh, wow, <laughs> what an amazing experience and look how much, and they talk about, you know, like how much that spending, do you know how much that boost, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But when that kind of goes and inevitably does because people get used to shit. Yeah, of course. You know, you then it's almost like you're losing a little superpower. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, there's nothing special. The moral of the story is material stuff shouldn't mean shit. It's, it's nothing impressive about spending 50 quid on a whiskey. Well, I think, is that not... I'd say in biblical terms, that would count as gluttony. Yeah. It's, if you know it doesn't, it's, yeah. it's just gluttony. There's no need for to do that, to mm. show off, to try and impress or to consume so much that you're better than someone else's. It's been in human nature for a long, 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 long time, I think. Do you know I feel there's a bit of a hole? I'd like... I'm... I'm not religious. I'll say that straight off the bat. I don't think you are either. No. Um, but do you not think there's now almost like a little hole left in society that maybe religion was... Because I think it's really only over the past 100 years where so many people dropped out of religion. Yeah. Well, um, the thing is, we, you can see... It's left this hole like, with people like kind of just behaving how they fucking want to behave and they're all a bit fragile and oh, kind of equality I don't think and all that's this to shit do with that we've religion, been talking no, about. I think that's just to do I think with, it might. I think it's to do with comfort. That that's Everyone's too comfy because I think religion nowadays has just been replaced... Well, when you say religion, sorry, the, the biblical stories, the stories of Jesus and stuff, mm-hmm. they've all just been replaced by Marvel movies because it's the same story yeah. over and over and over and over and over. But people over. aren't seeing it as a way to behave. That It's not reinforced... People People aren't going to church or you no, know, but they're what, aspiring to group. be like Captain America. Yeah, you know, but like they're not. It's not and fighting the right fight and all that stuff. But before, when people went to church, for example, they would go like every week, and they would get these this moral compass installed in them every week through stories, through yeah. you know reiterations, through prayers, all this kind of stuff. Religion then, is actually Christianity in the UK is coming back. And, yeah, but it's in these I'm not surprised. New, new wave churches like that, Destiny Church and stuff. They're very popular. C seven as well. Have you heard that one? C seven. Not heard oh, of that one. No. It's the Destiny ones over near my house, and they're all they're what you would call happy clappers. Yeah, you know, they all like. I've been, at, I've been at one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's Mark and uh, uh, Carly. But they're all they're there. all lovely people. Yeah, like they you, are actually. Really you nice can't people, fault yeah. them with anything. They're welcoming, warm yeah. people, um, and they've just found that it's easier to. See, the problem with me is I can, I can read the well. Bible in the same way that I can read Lord of the Rings. Like, mm. I can understand what it means. I don't need to believe that it existed or happened. I understand what the premise of the story is. Yeah. It's, it's like, don't You don't fuck, take it literally. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck people over is mostly the story's conclusions, yeah. you know. Like, work hard, knuckle down, 
and you will be rewarded. And they say by going to heaven, but heaven's here on earth and so is hell. But what a better way to demonstrate though, like why you know it's, it's all very well to say but someone thou, sh- thou shall not person. be yeah you you, you sh- never be jealous right and folk go yeah okay i'll never be jealous but if you tell a tale and picture us you know like t- show a film or a yeah, story yeah, or whatever exactly. it is at uh, the the you detrimental effect of being jealous like give an example of what happens when you are jealous yeah, yeah. Uh, or when you when you value monetary things over you know like the, the things that really matter in life yeah then you know that 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 sinks into people's heads more. Yeah. So I think there definitely is a hole in society to a degree. I think what we're seeing is, at the moment, people are look they're almost like kind of lost puppies. They're kind of almost looking for this moral compass. They don't know where to turn because of all mm. this fucking misinformation and there's a left and right and he's saying this. Yeah, he's telling the truth. Nobody fucking kids. knows what's going on, you know, mm. and they haven't got this. Because at the baseline of it all before you had like this like moral compass, which was your religion. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a moral compass. But mm. I think also, I think people are far, far more aware nowadays technologically and natural. Like as we, we, we're aware we're standing on a planet mm. that's spinning around a big ball of hydrogen that's flying at 65,000 miles from the center of a massive explosion five billion years ago, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. Um, they're aware of that. But I'm pretty. I think morally, I think nowadays we're in a very good place because we understand that we're animals. But we understand, you know, before they had to tell biblical stories. So you you tell the story of Cain and Abel, the two brothers, and one tried hard and one didn't. And it's a very easy story. Any but no matter how, I hate to use the word how dumb or stupid you are, yeah. you can get the idea of you what that story concept, means because yeah. it's a very pictorially told story. Now we have the same thing, but we have it as like the Lord of the Rings films or the Harry Potter films. The Harry Potter films are literally the retelling of the Jesus story. I've not seen them. They're very good. And so is the Bible. (laughs) You should read one and watch the other. Yeah. Or in fact, read both, I suppose, because they're books, aren't they, the Harry Potter? I read the first book. I was just like, this rubbish. (laughs) It's like boring. I I can't. I don't read. I really don't read books now. I really can't. I'm actually reading the history of Christianity still. It's... Uh, taking me a while to get through it yeah yeah it's good though good learning your history and where everything comes from no yeah i've listened to an audiobook and things like that but stuff i'm kind of interested i tried in, to so. find the audiobook of this the yeah. history of christianity because it is really you'd like it because of the israel connection and everything because mm. obviously that whole region's very important to it mm-hmm. um but i can't find it anywhere I'll, I'll keep looking and see if i can find it but the moral of the story is get back to church people start clapping those hands and singing those songs well, maybe there's a space for something that's because obviously people are skeptical about. I think is it not just like called that? psychology no. nowadays? That's what we study instead of theology. No, I think I think you've got to get. <clears throat> there's got to be. I mean, what's if you don't have religion or you don't have church? You know, where where, where do you go to get your, your fix of morality? Guidance. Well, yeah. that's it. Movies and books and. But they don't really tell the. T- I mean, they tell. They don't simplify all these, it down. Uh, it's into all one CGI universe. and crash bang. No, 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 it's no, not but really. That doesn't matter. The, the, the whole, or to me, that doesn't matter. Sorry, the, the whole purpose of these stories. If you look at the stories, they always they follow the exact same format every time. Person from a certain background or whatever has to go through a story, a change, an arc, faces many challenges. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how bad in the face there's a of pivot the odds, point in it or something, how, some point. no matter how bad the odds are, they fight through and they continue. And in the end, 
they come back from the underworld with the gold and the dragon's head and the mm. virgin princess is waiting for them with the wealth and you everybody benefits that's, apart from Goodfellas because he just ends up an average schmuck in the well, end well Goodfellas is a story of what goes wrong mm. when you take all the bad things of human culture and condense them into a group of people like a yeah. street mafia which yeah. is gluttony hatred everything jealousy yeah. everything that's all the bad parts of human nature all but the good thing it. is it doesn't really glamorise it gl- gl- glamorises it hugely I didn't like Goodfellas that much oh, for, for me I know everybody hates best. me for saying that yeah. but I, find, I found it glamorising uh, do, do you think Godfather glamorises uh, the first the one kind of over picturises or over makes it look sexy but the second it so one, romantic yes but the yeah. second film doesn't the second film's horrible it's just people killing it is but it's too. still like you know you can but still look at it and go well we, we love know. these stories because we can say what, what's yeah. it uh, in Scarface he's like look there's the bad guy you need me there's yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. guy you know that's the yeah but Goodfellas the one thing I didn't like about Goodfellas is remember they're in prison at one moment mm-hmm. and they're talking about slicing the, the garlic really yeah. thing I always remember that image I don't know why um, he was in prison for 18 years mm-hmm. but the film gives no impression of that the film gives the impression that they're hey we're in prison for a year hey hey 18 years of his life mm-hmm. he'd spent in prison by the age of something like 40 yeah, it's almost half his life behind bars, and that's not including the ten years as a child. Yeah, and or maybe was slicing uh, garlic and doing. Oh no, no, they, I'm sure they were, yeah. but they were in yeah. prison for eighteen years, and in the film, it gives it the idea ha- that he wasn't in prison. He was yeah, in there for a wee jaunt and a wee holiday, and it was all fun. Yeah, I mean that. That's why I didn't like Goodfellas because it never shows the repercussions of the life that they're living. Apart, oh, from I think people, it did at the end. Well, it shows people getting killed uh-huh. and things like that, but. Uh, that's by the by. The end all kind of comes, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is entertainment, though to to a degree. I um, think I think a film like Goodfellas has a bigger moral obligation than just being entertaining. It really is there. I think it, it tells the moral story. Yeah. Again, Air France robbery. There's the one that's. In it. I mean, it's it does say <laughs> the star is 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 based on. Yes, and it's on very. True, but it's based on means that they can. I've know, read can, uh, Wise yeah. Guys. So have you read the? No. Wise guys. No. Well, that's what I mean. See that the book is very good because it tells you all the shitty nastiness of it as well, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. there's a fucking lot of when it comes to street thug life sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, constant power struggles of people fucking each other over just to get that one step ahead and then getting stood on by somebody else. Yeah. And uh, they were constantly selling each other out, constantly backstabbing each other. There was no honour that they keep talking about. You know, it's like, hey, we're wise guys. He's a good fella. That sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. none of that it's all just that's blah 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 for Martin Scorsese's film it was they were very very nasty people who were exploited and murdered people to meet their own ends oh yeah I, th- I think you kind of get that from the, the but the film is so entertaining yeah, the as film, well the problem with the film is it's got a great soundtrack it's got a great this ah, you know it brilliant. makes everything seem really nice and cool and fun and it's just like no that life's miserable <laughs> you don't want to be in I that. think it, I think at the end of it I felt entertained and I've watched it so many times um, but I certainly wouldn't like to be no a part of it you know I, I don't know maybe what's some his people name is it Henry it. Hill the guy's Henry called. Hill yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's got a book called Wise Guys mm-hmm. which is the story of Goodfellas yeah. <clears throat> but obviously from his point of view only whereas Goodfellas kind of flips between different bits and pieces mm-hmm. it's worth reading it's a very easy book to read as well it's, I think it's probably ghost written but it's very matter of fact and yeah. it goes through the guy's life Jimmy Burke so that's uh, Jimmy the Gent 
Is that was Robert De Niro's character? He was given the, uh, 20 years in prison. Fuck yeah. Uh, scandal. Oh, is that at the very end? Yeah. Once he got put in the... Yeah, cause, but he'd already spent about 20 years in prison by that point. I don't know if he did. No, Jimmy, the... Know. Yeah, no, they all did. Early spent, life. Yeah, I, I don't think he spent 18 years, though. Um, no, it is. He, by the end of it... years old, he wandered into a cab stand across the street looking for a part-time school. Guy. Yeah, and that's how he got into them. 13-year-old Hill, yeah. It's actually pretty... Well, the film seems pretty close to... Oh, no, it will be, but it doesn't It doesn't show you the bad side enough in the film. Yeah. It shows you the nasty side, the murders and the brutality, but it doesn't show you the mind-drudgingly bad stuff, like sitting in prison ah. for years on end. Well, that wouldn't be it for an entertaining film. Exactly, but yeah. that is the truth of it, and that's the, the thing that I didn't like about Goodfellas. I thought it was quite dishonest in its telling of that story. He actually joined the army as well, and there were... Oh, I think he does it. Well, yeah, he comes back and he's in the... Does he? I don't remember that in there. Oh, no, you're thinking of... That's Hill Godfather. Ah, oh, okay. So Hill joined the <clears throat> army. He was actually in the army. There you go. Uh, he's probably... For, I think he was forced to go into the army. No, it says joined. June 9th, yeah, yeah, but why would you join the army when you're part of a mafioso street gang? I think he'd... Uh, the court made him join the He'll army. Hill claimed the timing was deliberate. The FBI investigation into the 1950s and he prompted a Senate investigation. <laughs> so maybe he's trying to get away from something. Could be. I thought Through his three-year enlistment, Hill maintained his mob contacts. He also continued to hustle in charge of kitchen detail. He sold surplus food, loan shark pay advances to his fellow soldiers and sold tax-free cigarettes. Uh, he's just an entrepreneur. Ah. Three guys are, but they just don't pay any tax or any kind of duty on anything, you yeah. know, stolen stuff. Well, that's Air it. France robbery. I mean, uh, basking team, Yeah, it was one of the, it was the biggest, the biggest heist of the time or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's still the biggest one, isn't it? Or is there not one recently maybe that got mm. away with more? But it's kind of hard because you have to deal with the rate of inflation now. Yeah. Anyway, should there we wrap go. this up? Yeah. There you go. So, what yeah. time is it? It is 20, 20 past five. Oh, you're meant to be making the lady dinner tonight. Oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, um, Just I, be a bit late. <laughs> I did the, I, I bought that. Have you ever heard of Gusto? No. It's like kind of, you go online and you select like re four recipes or something like that and they send you the box with the exact ingredients. Oh, yes, yes. No, you, you told me about this before as cook well. Cook it up, I've yeah. seen it on TV and stuff. Or no, was it Ben Shapiro might have been advertising or something oh. like that? It seems uh, very popular nowadays, this setting. It's, it's actually quite food. cool because you don't really need to think. You've got this card in front of you and you can be chatting to someone and you're just, you're cooking away, you know, mm -hmm. and you're just following this. You don't have to put too much brain power to it and it's all done for you. You don't have to go to the shop and get all the stuff and uh, it's actually pretty good and there's no wastage, you know, you that's, cook it that's and no wastage. no wastage. Apart from all the packaging, of course. Well, this is another thing. Yeah. We need to sort this packaging lark out because there's way too much of it. Yeah, it's, I I feel like I recycle everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I still have a bin bag full of crap that you can't recycle. Yeah. It's just like, no, this is fucked up, guys. I know. It's but the thing is, they keep going on about oh well, it's this is what the consumer wants. The consumer just wants what the consumer gets given. They want food and they want nice food. Mm. I'm sorry, it's Tesco's fault. It's Asda's fault that all this packaging exists. If yeah. if one supermarket was to turn around and say we are giving paper packaging with all meat products from now on. Then, yeah. it's not it's all vacuum wrapped sealed crap for convenience and I, th I think if everyone I mean people buying groceries to cook recipes 
Yeah. Yes. So if they were pre-selecting, if people got organized and did what you do with like Gusto or whatever the other, mm-hmm. HelloFresh or whatever that one is, and you said, right, this week I'm going to be eating this on that day, that and that day, da 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 then there's no reason why they couldn't conceivably be like this van that turns, this like it delivers uh, uh, my shopping to me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turns up and he's got a crate and he's got everything you order, right? Mm-hmm. And he turns up without so the guy from Tesco's comes and he turns up with exactly what you need for your recipes that week. Yeah. And you take it and it's because like next to no packaging, okay, the stuff with the chicken might be chilled in a in a kind of biodegradable packaging or something yeah. like that. But that's it and all the rest of it's not non packaged, it's just there. Is it? No, I'm saying oh, no, 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 I'm saying be. this is where it should this is what I think it's gonna head to. Do you know what um, somebody brought that's what around it should be. somebody brought around to the flat some avocados? Nice mm-hmm. enough, I like avocados good for you uh-huh. they were in a fucking plastic box yeah well, like why yeah there's no point yeah yeah. and it's, it's just, just purely con- for it's convenience just so to sell and consume yeah, yeah. and it's just like no, that shit you should be taxed massively yeah. on anything that's in a plastic container I mean have it. a sticker on, the, on the, the fruit and veg just a small sticker it just tells you when it's expiry date is and it's barcode <laughs> if it's fruit that's and it. veg you just need to look at it or smell it no, you kind of do want a little bit of control over the use by or whatever. Um, the way but, I see and it, you we, also need a, a barcode too. We should be buying it per week. You know, we should. Yeah, that's or, what I'm saying. Or per day. Even. So, so all, all you should be doing instead of this folk going, oh, I'm going to buy this and this and make that and making up recipes and half of it doesn't get fucking used. They, they end up, they think, I can't be fucked doing it because it's too much hassle. They end up just having a snack and eating half the ingredients and oh, what do I do with the rest of it? And inevitably, inevitably there's waste in it. Then I think if people were planning out what they're going to eat, you know, that week and it was the all everything was portioned out for them and everything was there was no wastage, yeah. then it would make everyone's life a lot easier. I think it's the way ahead. Waste is definitely what we want to get rid of. Waste and plastic yeah. packaging. So there you go, folks. Give it a shot. And it's, don't give me this kind of. Don't make this excuse in your head. I already know how to cook. Yeah, that's not the point. It's like you're more well, you likely to try cook Try Gusto up. or just go to yeah. the supermarket and buy exactly what you're going to use. You, you can do, but that's, that's the I'm, hassle I'm lucky. part. I live with a girl who mm. hates waste, as in really mm. hates it, and that's good because I don't like it either. Yeah. But if I buy a packet of something, I'll just use it until it's finished if you know what i mean like oh it doesn't matter what i'm making yeah i'll have tomatoes with it just because i've got a packet of tomatoes but unless i'm freestyling a recipe if if i'm following a recipe right and i've had to go out there but it's quite draining all that you know having to go out and oh, buying get, stuff for yeah. recipes because there's so much stuff in recipes i know and it's like need. but if it's all done for you and you've just got a card and you're like okay garlic and now and i chop this and it's just telling you everything to do in a logical order you're more yeah. likely to do it and after after i've cooked those and it's all stuff i could cook myself yeah, I'm not saying it isn't, um, but maybe but it after gives you inspiration it, to go out and get exactly. it yourself the bits yourself separately. And exactly, and um, uh, I'll, I'm I'm going to use it again, and again. In fact, I forgot. What's it called? Uh, gusto. Gust, gusto or G U O U S T O. And no, we're not sponsored by these people or anything. So, All right, cool. but give it, give it a, give it a shot. It's uh, quite. There's another one called Hello Fresh and uh, stuff like that on it. Um, well, but it's, it's all the same sort of thing. But I think. For me, that Gusto one was good. Um, some people moan that it's a little bit... It's, it's obviously going to be more expensive than, than... Slightly more expensive than going to the supermarket. But you've got, you've got to factor in as hassle, time and a waste. Which, if everyone's honest, they do waste shit. You know? Oh, stuff yeah. does go off. You don't use it. You go out well, and you I buy a bunch of stuff. It's, it's years since I've let stuff mm. go off. 
yeah and literally years since i because i've been really but you're you're on yeah you're unusual in that respect um sometimes i've bought stuff in i've i've like forgot like i've, I've not used it and i've gone away in holiday and i come back and it's, <laughs> fruit yeah. flies everywhere yeah exactly so sometimes there is a little bit of weight, but I'm, I'm pretty low in waste as well but if you're cooking for a family and things like that and you know it can get a little bit oh that's uh, it because especially kids want oh i want the squealy boppers or whatever mm. the new item of food that they're advertising on kids tv is yeah and it comes in like a plastic package wrapped in polystyrene <laughs> mm. it's just like oh but it's got a cool picture of a squirrel on the front so yeah they want it they've got to buy it for their kids mm. unbelievable anyway anyway let's wrap this up thanks yeah. for that that was good cool uh okay anyone still listening to us thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with another podcast goodbye later